The following podcast may contain language and subject matter not suitable for all ages or everyone. If you don't like what you're listening to, please press stop. In this episode of the Chang Waller Podcast. No, you're like a celebrity. Like a celebrity yeah, yeah, There's yeah. like chicks knocking, like stopping me on the street saying, hey, can I get a picture? And I'm like, yeah, right, sure, right, yeah, right, why not? Right, yeah, yeah. I think I blew his mind or uh, at least blew him his mind enough where he was like, I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about anymore. I'm just going to start talking to this guy on the other side of me. Then my dad got visited in bed and he got woken up by an evil woman's face. Oh my God, that was, that'd be so fucking creepy. He was... You're, 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 you're tuned in to the Chang Wanner, the social media podcast for Chang Wan City, South Korea, with your hosts, Scott, D, and Paul. Welcome to our third episode of the Chang Wanner podcast, and today we're going to talk a little bit about the lure of Korea and a whole bunch of other shit. We're going to do something new tonight. We're going to talk just a little more freestyle and whatever comes up. And, you know, whatever happens, happens. We're also going to have our interview with Eric Thames and a few other things. So let's get into this. Once again, I'm Scott. With me is D. How's it going, D? Annyeong, chingus. And also with me is Paul. How's it going, Paul? Bearing in mind I've got a large phallic object up, up to my lips. It's going pretty good. Well, you, you're used to that. So <laughs> Paul brushes his teeth with a dildo. <laughs> oh yeah, it was yeah. a vibration setting. That's the reason we got you. That would be a vibrator. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, I wouldn't know the difference. You so, I mean? before we get started, let's do the uh, ceremonial, ceremonial clank. Ceremonial clank. Uh, clank. If you're out there, clank with us. Yeah, thank you very much. Cheers, guys. So, before we get into it, D, what's going on with you? Uh, what's going on with me? I've decided that I'm going to spend only Tuesdays getting drunk because uh, obviously we can free flow enough, but weekends, I'm going to take it easy for a while on Whatever. the weekends. Sounds interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like bullshit to me, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'll, make a, I'll make a bet. I'll make a, I'll make a, a tequila shot bet <laughs> with you guys. When are you going to drink it? The re- the <laughs> on Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with it, dude. <laughs> I wish you all the best in the world. This is—I'm trying to be opposite of Paul, who has been <laughs> in the bar every night for the last 19 years. Oh, that's, that's pretty much uh, true. <laughs> what you're talking about right now is pretty much what I want to get into in this first part. Of okay, the all right. And it's the allure of living the life in Korea. Oh, what's that mean with so. the quotation marks? <laughs> Scotty, uh, Scotty's doing the 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 proverbial. I'm going to. Yeah, I'll, I'll get used to <laughs> the fact that I realize people don't see that. <laughs> but uh, the allure what, of coming to Korea. What do you think the allure money for people to come to Korea money is? I mean, right. we, we've talked in the past about why we came here. Yeah. In the last episode, we also talked about certain things like uh, Changwon, what's going on, what yeah. you can do, that kind of stuff. Right? Yeah, we're we're not going to do that every week. No. That, no that's no. going to be I mean I can't honestly I cannot spend every podcast talking about Changwon no, every week. There's almost there's not that I mean there's so much there's a lot of stuff going on in Changwon but you yeah. can't spend every week talking about No, it. I want to I want to talk about like fucking aliens. Oh, that, the that. actual fucking aliens and, you know what? and fucking aliens. And, uh, and I'd like to talk actually <laughs> let, let's go into that today. 
let's go into aliens and let me tell you some crazy stories about ghosts because I've got a few later on. All right. La- later on. Oh, yeah. let, let's follow Sounds Scott's, like Scott's uh, list to do right now. All right. To do list part one. So the allure of the Korea, the allure of coming to Korea. I've listened uh, to a few ideas, you know, online and stuff. Yeah. Actually, I just saw a video today, like promoting Korea, Korea, yeah. Korea mm-hmm. in general. Like yeah. it had the, uh, did you know Incheon Airport is the number one airport in the world for the last six years? Yeah, I knew that. Right. You I did. did. Yeah. Right. It's actually quite nice. You can take a, a hot bath in the basement somewhere. It's an architect's dream. I do believe it's oh, amazing. In the, yeah. In somebody the jacked off in a bunch of corners there. <laughs> so somebody who's thinking about teaching English as a second language, mm. what do you mm. think the allure is to Korea? Honestly. As opposed to other countries like honestly Japan. um i think people come here the first uh the feeling to, to make money uh, because it, you can a lot of people are over here to pay off their student loans which is a, a big thing in america obviously and in, in england it could be in canada right. it is but so people come over here knowing that they can make uh, a good deal of money in a short amount of time and either take a chunk out of their loan or stay a, a few years and actually just just get it all done with um, and but then they end up staying for longer than that because there's just much more to do here, and it's just Asia, man. It's Asia. There's something different about Asia. I would say Asia is probably op- absolutely the number one place people consider going. Yeah, I don't know why yeah. I'm still doing quotes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> every fucking thing. Scott's trying to fly with his two fingers on the chance. Like a little fucking fairy here, <laughs> <laughs> during the whole podcast. But I'm gonna get into fairies. Too. Oh, <laughs> really? Okay. okay. All right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so Asia's probably the number one. Did you know that in Korea, in, I think it was around 2005, the actual foreigner population was around 1.5% of the entire population. And now what is it? It's it, Now it's doubled. It's around, it's just over 3%. Yeah, but there, there's something to say about that because I think they're bringing in more migrant workers, uh, Chinese, uh, Southeast Asians, mm. to, to do jobs that Koreans are not going to do anymore. Right. And I think that they're they call cutting... those the 3D jobs, I the believe. The dangerous, dirty, and... and uh, uh, difficult. Difficult. But, but I think, the, especially in Changwon, I, I don't know what you've seen, but... Uh, there's been a cut in teachers here. Right. Yeah, there's there they've obviously they've cut the the public schools, the, the elementary school is the last one left, but high schools there's no more foreign teachers that work there. There's no more foreign teachers that work in middle schools and it's still in debate with the government that they're going to cut foreign teachers from English and Korean kindergartens in 2017. Really? Yeah. So that means that they're just shooting themselves in the foot when it comes to studying and learning English. Like, well, do you think that's because they feel like the Korean teachers, they've got such a level of English, bearing in mind a lot of these guys have been learning English for years and years and years, that they think that they can do the job just as well as a foreigner could do? Probably. Probably. That's what they think. Right. But obviously that's not the case. I mean, you, 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 what you what you think is you send a, a person over like a Korean teacher over to Australia for a year and they come back with a, a great deal of, of English knowledge. Mm. But what they don't have, um, and I'm not taking anything away from any of the Korean teachers here because they're all brilliant, but what they don't have is they don't have a, a, a foreigner perspective. And right. that's, that's what the Korea is, is going to lose in the right, future. Right, right. Yeah, that's interesting, man. Like, I don't know. You know, some people I've met a lot 
um, my girlfriend Gallen being one. She's she spent a lot of time overseas, and she came back, and she she's got like a different mentality to a lot of Koreans, right? Like yeah, she's obviously different, man. She right. rushes with you. Yeah, yeah. Like she can deal with your <laughs> what shit. She's thinking. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, right. But uh, you know, yeah, I mean, people who've gone overseas for a long time, Koreans, they, you know, they can come back and they can they they've got like a different perspective on life, and they've got you know more information on foreign culture, that kind of thing, but. Most don't, right? Right. Exactly. They right. they come back and they they they. Uh, I mean, I I've studied overseas before, um, studied language overseas before, and I, I I went back to America and I came back on such a such kind of like a high, thinking, wow, I can I can do anything. And after a few years, I realized I can't. Obviously, <laughs> after a few months, I realized <laughs> I can't. But I think with with Korea. Uh, the uh, that allure that you're talking about in the beginning, Scott, you're going to find that there's less and less people that are going to be coming over here from other countries because the people that are here realize that the jobs they have are good and they're going to stay. So right. why, why do you think it has actually doubled in the last, say, almost 10 years? I think, like I said, that's the migrant populations that are coming over, the so Chinese. I was going to ask, what do you guys think is the number one country Scott's <laughs> still flying away. <laughs> what what country has the most foreigners in Korea? China. What? What country has the most foreigners? China. Living in Korea. Living I, in Korea. Ah, okay. Yeah, it's got to be. Are you talking uh, about? That, yeah, it's got to be China. Are you talking about Western countries? Or are you talking about just, just countries, countries in general? China. China. It's got to be China. Like, yeah, it's, and it's the it same in China. England. You know, you. So the the foreign population from a couple of years ago, it's just over a million people. Right. Yeah. And uh, China's first. Yeah, but now, I mean, how many? How many? Second is U.S. I bet if you look at the number of um, uh, Brits, uh, Canadians, uh, Americans, Australians, New Zealanders, I bet that number has dropped half in this in that same amount of time. But I'm well, not. Well, I sure. don't know. Like when we first came here, you know, there were definitely a lot less teachers, and mm-hmm. that's grown. That's grown and grown and grown, but within the last few years, it's it's kind of it's, teetered off. It's teetered off a little bit, but not a huge amount compared to how much it's grown over the last ten years. Yeah, definitely, definitely a lot different. I was going to talk about like uh, I remember when I first came here, I never saw another foreigner for almost six months. Yeah, and back then it was like if I if I saw another foreigner walking down the street, you guys ended up being like, best friends. Yelling like "Hey!" Yeah. and like almost getting hit yeah. by a car <laughs> kind of the street, and then you know, say the five years ago, it started to become the the way you being nod. You yeah, know, you would see a foreigner, and now it's like you can't even you try not to look at them when they now, pass you. Me personally, yeah. yeah, I I literally wear earphones all the time. Yeah, if I see a foreigner, I like. Make sure I'm on the opposite side of the street, but uh, I think which which is a negative thing. No, it's. I mean, w- would you say hi to everybody back home in Canada when you walk past the street? It depends where depends you are. Man. Yeah, it depends where I live. Yeah, yeah, true. But I think I think there's a difference between what you're saying because back then there were people that are actually living here, but now there's so many engineers that are here on short-term contracts or here for a couple of weeks. And there's so many more tourists than there were 15 years ago because Korea's opened up. They've pretty much exploded in the world as far as K-pop and Korean food and everybody's... The, the whole 
thing about Korea is now there's more of an allure for the world to come here right. than there were just for English teachers to come here and back in the day. And I mean back in the day, meaning in, in the early part of the millennium. I'll do your right. your, your, your flyaway quotes. Holy shit, guys. I'm just I'm just checking out. We've got a new edition. I've just got the computer on the oh side. Oh, my here. God. We've upgraded. Oh, we've upgraded. Oh, and check great. this stat- statistic out here, right? Apparently, uh, 14% of all marriages in South Korea within the last few years were marriages to foreigners. That's pretty... Wow. wow. And it, what it was is, is, is a lot of rural Korean men, they're marrying... Chinese women. Asian women Asian from women. poor backgrounds. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And uh, that that's something like... if. If anybody who's been here for a long time, they should try and go and check out the the Foreign Migrants Center here in Changwon, which is down near the Palyongdong uh, KTX station. Yes. I went down there for some. They af- actually offer Korean lessons uh, that are right there. Uh, and I, when I was there, uh, most I was the only Westerner in, as far as uh, the, my English teacher. As a, uh, besides Tim, uh, which is probably, hopefully, is out there listening. You know Tim. Oh, of course. Uh, of course, everybody knows Tim. Uh, th- this, <laughs> we were the only um, Westerners there. Most everybody else were um, Southeast Asian or Chinese, uh, and they were telling us stories. A lot of their stories are pretty interesting. Yeah. How they got here, what they're doing here. How they're having a family, starting a family, everything like that. But it was also just over a year ago, you know, within the last two years anyway, the Korean government actually had been giving money to uh, Korean men, mostly farmers and stuff. Yeah. Mm. I'll stop the. But uh, giving them money to import wives. I wonder why that is. Well, maybe because they can have a better life. I think it's because of the d- d- uh, divorce law that they put in. Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, yeah. So you're saying the Korean government has been subsidizing this? Right. So oh, I see. Uh, okay, it, it's only been recently that you know divorce is becoming more common. Yeah. So obviously somebody and, uh, coming from a poor background. They actually have schools for men to learn how to live. Without because a woman. older Korean couples have been getting divorced. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. man's basically, like, he's basically yeah, fucked. Man. Yeah, because those guys, like... He doesn't know how to live. Right, because they don't do, like, you know, they're so reliant on the woman. The woman, and, and what's most surprising about this, in this culture, is the man is the breadwinner, but the woman takes care of the finances, right? She takes care of everything. She takes care of everything. Everything she's with cooking, the house. She's everything. cleaning. Everything. She's organizing. She's sending the kids to the academy. Tying shoes, she's, everything. She's right, doing right. everything. You know, and the guy just goes to work. He comes in. He sits mm. down. He's you know. Yeah, that, that's, that's in a lot of Southeast you know, Asian countries. That's in Japan as well. Well, it used to be in the UK too. Yeah, America it, as well. Right, right. Yeah. But the woman would never. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the woman would never look after the finances. The man, the man's job in the UK, I think, was always to take care of the finances. Mm. The woman would do everything else. Okay. All right. right. Probably same in America. Women would do the whole house and not even know how much money that any uh, that both very of them had. Nineteen fifties, though. It does, and you Which know, is <laughs> current situation here, maybe. Uh, the there's one funny cultural thing that uh, a lot of my classes and I love to talk about. In Korea, if you are an affluent worker, what are you going to do? You're gonna uh, you're gonna have a suit 
and you're going to have white skin and you're going to go on vacation and come back after a week. In America, that used to be the, the case during the 1960s, 1970s. You are going to have a suit. You're going to sit in an office because that means you have a good job. The people that had the brown skin, those were the farmers. Those were the guys that worked outside that had the, the lesser jobs. But in America now, the people who actually have brown skin, the tan skin, those people are the ones that are actually able to go on vacation to the beaches. They have the money. And I think that mm. Korea is, is kind of rolling towards that because a lot of Koreans that I know now that I, from 10 years ago have kind of changed that mentality that they want to go on vacation and right. spend two and three and four weeks exploring somewhere on a beach, just laying and chilling out, whatever, right. and not giving a fuck. Right, man. Like I've, you know, I've got a contact. There's a family there, and the guy, he's got an amazing job. I believe it, it's a Doosan, and that's exactly their mentality. They're like kind of forward-thinking people. They're a little bit, you know, different to the average Korean family, and they'll take month-long vacations. That's fantastic. And it's great, and and you know what? Like um, I've I've taught uh, their son for quite a long time, but it's it's kind of not good for me because they take vacations, and you know. Yeah, like well, I don't, I don't, I don't teach, but at the same time, I, I, I respect it. I love it. Yeah, because they can do that, and that's 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 part of the new breed, right? And that that's the new Koreans thinking, you know, outside the box and doing their own thing. That's what it's all about, right? So, with the with the increase in the foreigner population over the last few years, how do you think the Koreans' perspective of foreigners have changed? It's <sighs> a good question. <clears throat> I think. There's a minority of foreigners who, you know, all over the country who who would mess that up a little bit. But I think in general, people are just getting more comfortable being around foreigners. It's not so, you know, unusual to see foreigners and people are starting to Mm. interact more with foreigners. Young people are starting to hang out with Mm. young foreigners and, you know, hit up bars or go to parties or do whatever. And, and, And that's, you know... That's the future. Yeah, right? I, th- I think with en- with any ethnocentric cu- culture, uh, with the people that come in, the the first original pioneers that come in, they're going to be a little bit more um, respectful and, and culturally sensitive to the the places that they're going to go, and then the people that come in after that, they they might not have as much cultural sensitivity. I can tell you though that when I first came here, like you said, Scott, there's a lot of people that you did walk the street and you didn't see very many foreigners and now when I walk the street I see foreigners all the time and I can honestly say that sometimes and I I don't really want to sound arrogant but I'm embarrassed because a lot of foreigners come here and they think they can do whatever the fuck they want to and that's not the case no. yeah, right. we talked a little bit about that in the last episode and we also talked about like our, when we first got here, we're kind of rock stars. Yeah, yeah, we're we're we're. But now, foreigners are so more common. People don't give a second glance. Right, like so you so, some people which is, do, which but, is yeah. good, but yeah. not many. You know, I like that. Depending you know, like where you live, yes. it, it was. It's a funny. It's a funny turn of events that because when personally for me when I first came here, it was I kind of liked it. Like I'm not. Like you know, I kind of like being a little bit odd and people. Oh, you're like a celebrity. Like a celebrity, and yeah, yeah, there's yeah. like chicks knocking, like stopping me on the street and saying, "Hey, can yeah. I get a picture?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah right, sure, right, yeah, right, why not?" Right, yeah, yeah. Right. But now, like, okay, well, don't get me wrong, like Gowan, she's gonna kill me, but 
if it, if chicks stop me on the street and want a photograph and still kind of be like yeah, yeah we'll go, whatever but it but doesn't doesn't happen as much. it just if, doesn't if, happen if, it, if you know. at all yeah yeah, yeah. but uh, there's some there's some foreigners that come here though they they get completely drunk and break stuff and yell at people and right. when they don't understand the language they right. they fly off the handle and uh, you know that that's just that's just something I just I want to. I want people to be aware that we're in a different country, right. you know. And right. here we have to respect the people that are here. Right. And honestly, instead of thinking that they're going to take care of us, we almost have to take care of them more. Well, I think you said something, Scott. What was it? Leave your uh, home logic. Leave your logic at the airport. Yeah. Right. Not, right. Not yeah. as in countries, your cultural own logic. logic. Yeah. Yes. Right. And uh, yeah. I get that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Man, this place, like, you've got to understand as well, like, the, the development in Korean society, like, since, uh, what, like, 1953, oh. after the Korean War, right? they started letting f- more foreigners into the country. That That's yeah. not long at all, you no. know? No, no, And the development and, and the fact that right now we can walk around the street and be totally accepted into the local community is, is a massive thing. Right. Especially right? the fact that they were... Um, occupied by Japan before that for mm-hmm. almost 50 years. But it's, still, it's still pretty crazy that 96, 97% of the population here is Korean. Dude, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's among one of the most homogenous societies Compared on Earth. Compared to where we're from, right? Right, right. right. Like but, a, the UK is a complete mixed Yeah, uh, yeah America too, Canada too. But so right. I'm, I'm just going to throw this out there a little off topic. Not off topic, but do you think there's a, a stereotype of foreigners, especially guys, coming here thinking Korean women are easy? Um, or I, there, I, there is a stereotype of Asian girls. I, I think when you look at, <laughs> I think when you look at porn, topic, if you look at porn, you look at uh, that, Asian porn. Oh, oh, neither do I. Uh, right during the podcast. During the podcast. But oh, if you look at any sort of Asian porn, most Asian porn is Japanese porn, and people just assume that Japan, uh, Japan, <laughs> Japan, and that's a tequila catching up on me. Uh, Japan and Korea, they're they're one and the same. No. Korean women are a lot more conservative. They're a lot more uh, family oriented. Um, they have a really uh, taboo when it comes to sex here. They can't just like there's when I ever go to Japan, a lot of my friends are Japanese. It is most most of the time I can go into a conversation with people I just meet, and I can actually start talking about how it would feel to spurt cum all over somebody's face. Oh my god! I'm not even kidding you. I'm not kidding you. I am not kidding you. Have you done this? Just spurt cum on somebody's face? No, no, no. Have you discussed this? Have I discussed this? Yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. Yeah, it's this is what this Dude. is what Jap this is what Japanese people do, and God it's love them. So open to there world. is there are, there is no uh, taboo when it comes to sex in yeah, Japan. Yeah, yeah, right? here, but here's a bit of a cat and mouse thing. Uh, yeah, uh, well, actually, that's that's a funny thing you should say that because uh, yeah, actually, within the last few weeks, there was a, a Korean guy um, and he was chasing after a, a Korean girl, not chasing her like as in rapey. 
but she was he was trying to like you know date is this her like is this, like a, is this a national story or is You're, this a this is this a personal uh, no no this situation is, dude, this is not me like I've got a girlfriend <laughs> now the guys honestly and, and and some of the listeners will know who I'm talking about but I'm not going to mention names but bless him like he's chasing this girl he's saying listen like I want to I want to go out with you I want to go out with you she's saying no 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 and you know it gets to the point where he says, okay, like, let's meet up, blah, blah, blah. And she said, no, no. And eventually, you know, he gets to meet her. She still says, no, no, no. And I think it was like on the fourth attempt, she said no, and he finally gave up. Now, personally speaking, for, for I think, Brits, I don't know about Americans, Canadians, whatever. Um, Are you talking it, about this? Is the guy was a, a the, foreigner the, or a Korean? No, the guy was, was a, a Korean, Korean and uh-huh. he's trying to get with the Korean girl. Another Korean the, girl. The general... Uh, system is you've got to try a lot harder, right? Yeah. So he's he's really trying, like he's yeah. going for it, and yeah. he, he failed actually. But um, if that was me or somebody in the UK, as soon as the girl says no, you kind of like, all right, yeah. You know, right. I mean, you might give it a second go yeah. or whatever, but then yeah. you're like, nah, okay, she but just doesn't even like I have me. A right. feeling that's their way of saying, okay, I'm interested. Right. Uh, that that's a cultural thing. Yeah, that's a cultural thing. Um, and Japanese culture uh, is different than Korean culture, of course. But uh, yeah, I don't know how how much of hot water I get into this. But a lot of Koreans actually uh, model some of their their some of their behavior and some of their customs and stuff like that have come from Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the time in Japan, Korea, there's there's an actual word for it. It's called dame. Dame means like don't do that, don't do that. And you'll if you actually watch porn. Which, um, oh. hey, I'm just going to come right out and say I watch porn, and I watch a lot of Japanese porn. You naughty boy. I do, and, I, and you know, like a lot of the girls in the Japanese porn, they say, Dame, don't do that. Mm, but that's okay. like, if, if, I, if, a, if a guy was actually a Western guy, and he heard that and he understood what it mean, he'd be like, oh shit, i got to stop. Right, and a woman would look at him like, what the fuck are you doing? Keep going. But, but then, like, but, what, what is the, what is the, the no then? Like, how, how does a girl actually say, actually, I really do not want to do this? I have no idea. I, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, 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 I, I have really no experience with Korean women other than my, my wife, who I met four days after I got here. Okay. And I've not dated any other Korean women, uh, so... Right. I I I don't know. I, you guys would probably have more knowledge on it than I have. Um, well, yeah, but you know, I mean, again, like I, you know, from a foreigner's perspective, I think like when a girl says, "I don't want to do something," or "I don't, I don't want to be with you," then <laughs> you kind of just you're like, "Okay, yeah, no is not the new yes." It's just right, no. right. But <laughs> but, but we have to be careful of saying that too, because any foreigner that's out there that's listening to it are going to be maybe in a situation when a girl's actually screaming no. Yeah. We're, we're not saying we're, if a girl says no, just yeah, give We're her. not saying we're, we're that not, at we're all. Not, we're we not are not doing that. that. Let's put that in there right yeah, now, please, okay? Good Lord. Okay, we're just trying to draw a, a parallel comparison between uh, uh, some Asian cultures and uh, we're contrasting that with what we know, and that's not... Yeah. The norm in our country. If you hear no, stop. Yeah, right. If it's you hear best no, like, no, stop. Actually, let's and, talk about that for a second. And if a right? woman smacks your face when you, when 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 you stop, that means keep going, I guess. Oh, you, I don't know. But I, I have no idea. Let, let's talk about that because <laughs> I think the like I heard this on a different podcast. Actually, huh. it was Joe Rogan's podcast. Oh, yeah, okay. I love that shit. I do too. That yeah, that's I, I mean I listen. Well, we all listen to podcasts. I think. All three of us together, we listen to Joe Rogan. Of course, we do. That that is like my mecca of yeah, podcasts. Man. Right, it's 
it's awesome. Yeah. And, and on there, they were talking about this whole thing, the mentality in the states these days about girls saying, you know, no or whatever. But it's getting to, it's getting to the, the the crazy level now, where apparently, if you want to kiss a girl. Legally speaking, you have to ask for her consent first. She has to agree. She has to ask you. You have to agree, and then this, you know, sign this a contract. Yeah, this passionate little like moment can actually happen after yeah. you've both had a in-depth discussion about whether it should happen right. or you, not. You, you get a blessing from a monk. That's and, fucking and, and, ridiculous. Like, come yeah, on. Yeah, I know things and, are changing, and, right? And, and it was in the same podcast as well. The guys, you know, he's at university, he's hooked up with a girl, they're both drunk, they've had sex, it, it, they obviously both consented to it at the time, she didn't say no, ah. blah, 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 it, well, you know, we don't know this for sure, but right, this right. was the story, and it comes then back to bite it him comes back ass. and she's like, oh, I fucked up, okay, and then she calls rape, yeah, well, like, yeah, I, I don't know, man, it, it, I got to yeah, any anytime a woman actually says that word, you got to take it seriously. It's like suicide. If, if, if anybody says suicide, says a, I don't know. Like, can a guy like a guy? If a guy says rape, she raped me. Yeah. Oh. Does that even like? Does that even has, apply? Have there even been any cases of this? Yeah, there actually have really? been. Yeah, they're they're actually going back into to Japan. There, there's a phenomenon going there where women are actually. Um, in a gang going up to Japanese men and uh, they might find a guy who's a little bit of a, of a lesser... He's uh, a pussy. Uh, yeah, pussy. <laughs> and they'll actually take him and rape him, but what they want is his sperm. And they're going to rape him and and, to, and he might be like, oh yeah, and then, then about a year later he come, they come back and they say, okay, well, you're the father. And, and how's that going to fly, you know? Yeah, I mean that—that's bad crap. Like oh, yeah, they're robbing fly, your fly sperm. well with me. So, like, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm booking my flight to Japan tomorrow. So. <laughs> yeah, right. Scott's, Scott's trying yeah. to look weedy, and he's going to look all. Like, oh, there is just something I know. saw. I, I, I don't know if you guys have ever watched Vice uh, on YouTube or of read any course. Vice. Vice. dot com is one of the f- most fantastic um, subcultures of news I've ever seen. You know, they take the the normal news and then they. Then they they do everything that the normal news doesn't, which is fantastic. They go over everything from uh, war to sex to drugs to rock and roll. And one thing they just had is there's a new culture of of people in Japan where the girls that are uh, teenage um, students, they do a kind of a dating service with older Japanese men. And it's I, I didn't read much into the article, but... You know, when I lived in Japan, I lived there for over a year. Um, I lived there when I was 18, and I lived there again when I was about 28. And right at the time, uh, when I was 18, this was in, uh, oh, oh, so I'm 75, so this would have been like, uh, what, 57 years ago? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they actually were selling uh, panties in like a, like a Pepsi. It's uh, like a vending machine. Vending machine. I have seen these. Yeah, and on the street. You know, anybody can go and buy them. There's no, you know, nobody that's standing there, no cops standing there to, to regulate who's going to go there and who's not going to go there. Um, and, and it's just, it's just some things in Japan that, that are blatant, but nobody really talks about it, but everybody does it and everybody consents to it. 
don't they have one of those like because I was snowboarding there a few months ago it was awesome but they've got those vending machines for cigarettes outside yeah and you've got to put um, I believe you've got to put an ID card could be now there must be something like it that could you've, be now you've but got to be overaged back in the day you can buy ice. you can buy beer on in a, in a vending machine on the street. Um, yeah, cigarettes on the street You can buy panties on the street You can buy sex toys on the street My friend, uh, Toshi If you're out there listening um, he, He's one of my best friend in the world uh, he, When I lived in, in Japan um, I lived with him for about three months And he lived right next to Three sex hotels And I would literally wake up in the middle of the night To hear the Uh, uh, uh going on Like, like people, like women screaming Going like sounded like fucking murder, man. And then we wake up the next day, and there would be like a horse. What do you call it? A horse bit from an S and M session that was thrown out the window. Like they got done with it, and like yeah, fuck yeah, and threw it right out the window and landed right in the in front of his front door. Dude, those guys are all over that stuff. Like I, you know, I went to Tokyo with the boys, and you know, it was back in the day we're walking past the sex shop. And we thought, you know, we're in Tokyo. We've we've got to check this out. So we walked into the sex shop. We had a, a look around, and some of the stuff in there is mental. Yeah, there's. Uh, Freud said back in the day, um, the only abnormal sex is sex that you don't have, and I think Japan has taken that to the next level because there is nothing you can imagine that Japan hasn't imagined yet. Right. So. Already, you, sorry, did I say yet? I meant already. Japan has imagined it already. They're just, they're just there. The do, you, do you think the allure of coming to Asia is the sex? No. I think that's part of it because uh, if you think of Asia, what do you think about? What country do you think about? Uh, first, probably Japan. And I don't yeah. know. Like if I think about Asia, the first thing that would spring to mind would be Vietnam or China. Why? Because in old school Asian movies, the way you know those kind of cool little Vietnamese well, the sun hat things, uh, and actually, okay, all right. And personally, for me, the the the, the most Asian style, like stereotypical Asian style country that I've been to would be Vietnam. Okay, all right. I, I think about Bruce Lee movies when oh, I grow okay, up, okay. growing up, like uh, Enter the Dragon, you know, in, in a in a Hong China? Kong port uh, where they're they're. Have a little boatman that's that's uh, you know getting him to, from one boat to the next. Um, I think that the allure. I mean, there's there's so many things about Asia that's just uh, that, that's just so exotic for anybody that's thinking of coming here. Right. And, and right. not everybody can actually stand living here. No. You know, there's a certain breed of people that actually can stand. I find couples that come here. Don't stay more than a year. Or couples that come here break up in the middle yeah, of staying here. That happens you a know, lot, actually, you know? doesn't it? You know? Yeah. So if you guys, if, if there's anybody, if there are any couples out there, you've got to think twice. Yeah. And if there's <laughs> any couples out here that are here now, oh, geez, I can, I can name up, I, no, sorry, I can count on my hand five couples I know that came here as couples and did not leave here as couples. If you think about it, though, like a lot of the people that are coming here as couples, 
they're either right out of university or you know they're, they're a young couple and they've come overseas. It might be the first time that they've ever lived together, lived together, uh, worked together, worked together, kind of and obviously you're in each other's pockets, and that's fine because then you get to find out who the real person is that you were thinking that right. you're going to spend right, the rest right, of right. your life with. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So right. Just to get a little bit back on topic. Why do you think foreigners that come here, some foreigners stay here so long? Other than like, like obviously getting married. Well, that, well, I mean, personally speaking. Personally speaking. Personally yeah. speaking, because seeing as we've all been here for a long time, uh, there's a number of things. Convenience. The, mo- the convenience. The convenience. money's good. Um, Insurance. Money's good. Doctors. I don't. Yeah. For me, that that's a really? big thing. Yeah, yeah but you're from the states, right? That's, that's uh, yeah, yeah. Thing. I'm from the states, and and I I have some issues um, that that I I. I find if i go in america for i'm i'm going to spend a lot of money and i'm not going to get such good treatment here i can go to the local like right now i go to a chiropractor 10 bucks around the corner from my house pretty much 88 year old legit legend fucking legit guy who can crack my back back into place each fucking time and i tell you what I, i going i did the same thing in america back when i was in my 20s um and it would cost it cost me uh, like for three months fifteen hundred dollars for three months here doing the same thing going right. every day would cost me around maybe uh, maybe three hundred bucks right and you, you the same respect you've got to be careful there's there's so many you know medical practitioners out there over here doing whatever yeah but I find that some of the stuff that some of these guys are doing is not really that legit and they're overcharging just to give you one example. I was to do, I was seeing a chiropractor in Masan. He was charging me fifty bucks a session, uh-huh. and nothing was getting better. Yeah, he could speak some English, which was nice, uh-huh. but nothing was improving. Right. So I quit that, and now I'm coming to the same one as you. And within two weeks, absolutely no wonderful. pain, no, no pain. pain in the fir- in like the last two years. Like I've I've had pain uh, in the last year, um, annoying pain. But then the last the the, the last couple of weeks before I went to see him. I was like, I told my wife, I said, "Hey, we just, I just got to go somewhere because it's, it's too much." Mm-hmm. And this guy, you, you walk into his house and he has no furniture. <laughs> and he's got air conditioners that are covered with newspaper, and a, a little like cobwebbed radio that's yeah, on yeah. some some channel. And he's got three tables that look like have been cut in somebody's basement. Right. But what he does is a miracle he's to me. He's fucking like, he's 80% blind, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. And can hear as well. Right. But I mean, yeah. Like there's, there's, there's other stuff like, yeah. He, <laughs> he's 88 he, years he old. Hear. Yeah, yeah. Right. You can't hear. No. He, he, Shut up. He's 88 well, years he, old. He talks to me. How can he? Uh, well, I mean, I got to. Uh, well, maybe I can't hear. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he talks to me. I answer him back, uh, and he, he says something back to me. Maybe he's just saying anything. Jesus. But he, he's um, yeah, maybe. But but yeah, he's definitely blind because whenever I give him the ten, the 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 greenback bill here, the ten thousand won. Mm-hmm. Um, if I got to give him two fibers that are peach colored, mm-hmm. he looks at them and is like, "What the fuck is this?" Right. And I got to explain to him, "Hey, they're two five thousand won." Okay, all right. Right, right. But there is a fine line between the good life here and being stuck here as uh, in, as yeah in, like there's always a place where the foreigner 
I'm going off topic. Yeah, what the fuck I'm are you talking, talking about? Yet, Jesus Christ, Scotty. Yeah. Me and are on a roll. Yeah. Scott's trying to rein it in. <laughs> He's trying to be all, you know, actually, but, you know, fair right. enough. Uh, I, I, I'm sorry. We, yeah, let's get back to the allure stuff. Yeah, you know, okay. Right. All right. Yeah, well, so. Um, you can always go in and see, like, there's always going to be a place where you can go into the, the a bar and you'll see the 50, 60-year-old foreigner alone. Yeah. Drink, drinking in a bar yeah. at 3 o'clock in yeah. the afternoon. But he's probably an engineer who's loaded. Well, yeah. that's, that's not fair to all engineers. Yeah, but, but you know, you know, for me, honestly, what I like to be is challenged every day. Right. And I that's like, part of the expat life. I like waking up and uh, knowing that I'm going to have to study a little bit of Korean every day. My Korean is nowhere near perfect, and it is nowhere near fluent. Um, and honestly, I don't even try as hard as I should because I think I'll be here for a long time, so I'll eventually get it. It's probably the wrong kind of thinking, but I've got so much other stuff going on that uh, I can't really put learning Korean on the on the on the front burner. Right. But uh, I I know that waking up and being challenged every day um, is much nicer for me than going and living in America, where I wake up and. It's the wrong kind of challenge. There's no challenge for me here to live. In America, there's a challenge for me to live. I, I can't... Live in what way? In the, in the uh, way of... Um, just be comfortable? Make, no, not be comfortable. Money to, money. Survive. To, survive. to survive. In America, Surviving. it is so hard to survive in America. It's not necessarily living, though. It's not living. It is to... Um, You've got to, uh, let me put it this way, if there's ever a discrepancy in, in medical insurance here or any sort of tax stuff or anything like that, I can call some uh, a phone number and I can get a, an actual Korean-speaking person, a person, I can get on the phone. Whereas if I call to America, um, something, a bank or any sort of issue... I will have to wait on the phone for 30 fucking minutes before I get or more or more before I get transferred to another department where somebody else is going to get on the phone and I'm going to say to my my question and they're going to say mm, you know, this is not the right department and they put me back on fucking hold and I only have an hour on my lunch break not even an hour I have a half an hour on my lunch break um, and I got to fight with the man to actually get any time off to do anything go to the hospital or, or whatever and to me, that's just absolute bullshit, you know. Uh, here, I actually, I could, if I say to say to a boss, I say, I've got to go to the hospital, they're going to be like, can I take you? Whereas if I'm in America, I say, I need to go to the hospital, they're going to be like, you're going to have to fucking schedule that, and you're going to have to fill out a form, and you're going to okay. have to get approval from the home uh, the, 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 the the home rec department, the home fucking resources, the human resources you that actually treat you that you're not human and you're just you're just going to get filtered through the system like you're nobody. So that's that's a lure of being here. For so me, then, for staying a long time. But also, we've got three different fr- perspectives here. Yeah. We have, you're obviously married. Yeah. You know, I'm married, to, yeah. To, I'm to, married to, in, to a Korean. To a Korean. So that's also... Not an influence, but a legit right of being here. But the, there's such a family culture here in Korea that you're treated more like a person mm-hmm. than you are like than a number back where okay. I used to live, you know? Sure. And I think all, all three of us can agree on some level that it's the same. 
actually, in getting back to what we were saying before about you know the, the increase in the amount of foreigners that have come over here, how do you think you know uh, Korean people perceive that? In some respects, I think that we actually have an easier life than the average Korean. You know, we'll go into the hospital, like I was in the hospital the other month, and almost you kind of sometimes get bumped to the front of the queue or you get some kind of privileges that the average Korean might not get just because they want to kind of give you a good impression of their business or their system or something like that. And that's that's cool for us, but, you know, I don't want too many privileges. I want to be the same as other people. Like, another example is I went to a nightclub and there, I had a girlfriend there at the time and they tried to, you know, I got in for free and the girl was supposed to get charged and I'm not into that. I turned around, I walked away. Yeah. I don't want that. Yeah. I just want to be equal you know what i mean yeah. what i what i found uh, here um it's all about who you know uh my family here is fantastic and they're they've got really good jobs and they know a lot of people so if i have a skin problem um i can just make an appointment i can go there i can be bumped to the front of the line i can walk in and literally they're not going to charge me the normal flat fee they're going to charge the insurance, of course, but the normal flat fee of me coming in, they're not going to do that. Dentist-wise, not going to do that. Um, if I go to a, a, any other doctor where friends are with the family, they're going to all take care of each other. Yeah. And I think that's – I don't know how I feel about that. It, well, it, for me, for it's my situation, it's great. But if you look at people who don't have that – is it's a little gr- bit unfair. It's right? A unfair. Right. You know, that's that's like the, the elite taking care of the elite. But generally speaking, though, if you think about it, you, obviously you get privileges like that and they're better for you, but the system here isn't really bad for anybody. Like, everybody can get the appropriate health care. Yeah. It's, you know, so they're not left out in the dark. They can always get sorted out. Yeah. But obviously you can get sorted out, mm. whether it be faster or cheaper or whatever. And, you know. and one thing I've found here too, there is no homeless community. There is no homeless population. So there are some people. There, there are a couple there people. Is, there are a couple, but it's not like you go to New York City and there's actually a, a street where everybody that's homeless can congregate together and sleep under a bridge. They don't have that here in Changwon. I've seen it in Seoul. I've never seen it in Busan, but I'm sure that it's there. Yeah, it's there. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's definitely by I a have, train station and sold. That's I have my cool. own theory on why I'm here and have been here for so long, and it's a bit odd. Well, but I, I'm just going to get into it quick. You're an oddball. Think so. of uh, Peter Pan for a second. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Flying fairy. <laughs> Can you so fly? For me. He's trying with his little fucking quote-unquote fingers. Do you have right. a Tinkerbell? For me, Korea has become my never-never land. Okay. I'm, All right. I'm down. I'm 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 the only one here that uh, let's say single. Yeah. Okay. I'm also the oldest. Yeah. And it's because I don't want to grow up. That's true. Yeah. I enjoy living the life, having no, no not no responsibilities, but no you know, I don't have responsibilities like others. Yeah. So well, Korea, here's Korea a question. Like here's a question. Never, never land. Would you I, have, do I, you, do I, you want to get married? I do, but to be honest. I can't live with people. I don't like waking up beside somebody, and uh, well, even if it's like a really 
fucking smoking out, chick. You mean you yeah, haven't found the right person to wake up with? Uh, I wouldn't say that. I just, yeah. I, I want to get married. I want to have kids, but I'm not sure if it's because of, if, if it's guilt, like wanting my parents to be grandparents and shit like that. Uh-huh. But, no, I'm a kid at heart. Kid yeah, in my head. Yeah. Like, for instance, when I say Never Never Land, I'm, I'm not saying I'm, I'm Peter Pan. I'm one of the fucking Lost Boys. Okay. All right. You know, I've, I've come here. I'm not saying I'm stuck here. I can leave anytime I want. Yeah. But I'm basically a Lost Boy. And it sounds creepy, but I'm comfortable around kids. I spend most of my time. Oh yeah, teaching. Kids. Yeah, I mean, that's your job. That's you're a born teacher. It's my job. I can yeah. communicate better with kids than I can with adults. I Fair agree. Enough. Fair enough. I agree. One hundred percent. You know, you you can take a room of fifty kids, put me in front of them, no books, no nothing. I can easily get up there and do what I got to do. Right. Wow. But if we get in, you put me in front of a room of fifty adults, I'm frozen. All oh, right. I see what you're saying. But Basically, yeah, I'm a fucking lost boy. Hey, and I'd just like to say something. I just got a notification on my phone. Whoever's out there, somebody just put something on the website, uploaded a story or something like that. Yes. Yeah, it's fantastic. Thank Shine you very much. Com. Yeah, I just got notified that we've got something new on there. That's great. So anyway, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk a little. We're going to freestyle. We're going to fucking we're gonna freestyle. freestyle. We're going to go to some birthdays. We're going to have no no like uh, list of anything to do. I want to talk about some fucking aliens. And, you and ghosts. Yeah, we're going to talk about whatever the fuck happens. Uh, we also got an interview with Eric Thames oh, coming up. Shit. Whether it's next or later on, we'll get into it. But... Let's. Uh, I gotta a take a piss, so let's do it. Yeah, I gotta refill, so <laughs> we'll be right back after this. It's the oldest foreigner bar in Changwon. The International Pub has been around for more than 25 years. Whether you're living in or just visiting Changwon City, you've got to make your way over to the IP for a visit. Full of history and home to the famous Juicy Pussy Drink, the IP has got everything you're looking for in a great night out. The International Pub in Changwon City. Irish Bar in Changwon City, South Korea. The original and only Irish pub in the Changwon area. Great food, drinks, atmosphere, music, and people. Nightly specials on both food and drinks. Craft beer on tap and over 12 different craft beers in the fridge. Also check out our mini mart at OB's for great deals on things that you may miss from back home, including our all-new deli meat. Follow us on Facebook, or better yet, come on down and check us out for yourself. O'Brien's Irish Bar, located in downtown Changwon, across from the International Hotel. Come on down and have yourself a pint. It's Scott, D, and Paul with what's going on in Changwon, the Changwoner Podcast. Welcome back to our podcast. In this section, we're going to get into who knows what the fuck we're going to get into. We're going to talk a whole bu- about a whole bunch of shit. 
nobody knows. But before we get into it, we're going to get into some birthday shoutouts and some other things. So let's get into some birthday shoutouts. It's time for your birthday wishes, shoutouts, and announcements on the Changwater Podcast. Oh my God, we've got a few to we've got a few this week, haven't we? We usually have one or two, but we've actually got I believe we've got three. Do we D? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. We have uh, what's his name? Daniel oh. Daniel Nickelback. Danny Nickel, Nickelback. Nickelback. Daniel Daniel Nickelberger. Daniel Nickelberger. Oh, Danny boy. Danny Mickelberg and uh, what a legend. Yeah. Is he not? He is a legend. Apart from the fact that he's from Manchester. No yeah. offence, mate. I'm just a Geordie. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, your birthday was two days ago, and we really hope you had a fucking awesome time. Happy birthday, mate. Yeah. Let's bar. Happy birthday. We have another girl named Anike. Was it Anika? Anika. Was it? Anika. Hmm. Hmm. Anika Bolfa. Okay. Right. All right. And again, actually, it's going to be, it's, it's, it's her birthday. Actually, not yet. It's in two days. All right. So, so she's prepping for that. Is that a, we're, we're into the AM now. Is that a Friday or is that Thursday? I don't know, dude. I think it's just in two days. We're in the AM, so it's two days from now. Let's not get technical. And then we have another one. Oh, what a legend. We have a Korean. Oh, and he's not any old Korean. Who is he, D? He is none other than James from... Biscacci. James Park. James Park. James Park. We are happy. He actually came in here tonight to see what the, the setup was for our, our, oh, our podcast. What a legend. Just shout it out. Yeah, he was chilling. Like he was he was just he was I think he was on the run down to his birthday. He's got the night off. He was having a couple of sojus and he was just having fun. Starting the birthday early. Oh god, yeah. And he's right. gonna have a good time. We'll, we'll get into a little bit about what went on last Thursday night. At Biscacci and uh, with James himself. Yeah, I'm, get, right. I'm getting into some of this fucking IP built on oh, right now. Oh, are you getting in? Can you hear that? Nom nom. I am chewing on that like a thank cow God on that, grass, that man. Hendrik Erasmus got this going over at the IP because this is oh, that's fantastic. I have to say it's absolutely delicious. Mm. It is indeed. When yeah. I travel travel with Hendrik, we had uh, all sorts of biltong. Mm. We had like kudu. We had. Um, just, How just rude, so good. dude. Stop eating. I'm, I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> it's just good. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a sip of tequila and oh. get on. Stop drinking. So we also got a, our interview with Eric Thames coming up later on, including, like I said, what went on for the orphanage last Thursday. But before we get in, into all that kind of stuff, let's just talk about whatever the fuck we want to talk about. Yeah, and D's got a few subjects. D's going to be all up in this. Okay, no. Okay, all right. Um, I was talking with a guy named Luke last night who is a, a fervent listener of our podcast. Love you. And um, I think I blew his mind or uh, at least blew him his mind enough where he was like, I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about anymore. I'm just going to start talking to this guy on the other side of me because we were talking about aliens. I showed him a picture on my phone of uh, the shadow on Mars. Have you ever seen this? Yes. The, the shadow on Mars. Have you seen this, Paul? Uh, I'm going to pretend like I have, but I'm just, yeah. Okay, no. so anyway, it was like a couple months ago, the uh, Curiosity rover sent back sends back random images of, of something. Look up here, if you can, look up shadow Mars Curiosity. I'm on it. Uh, so this uh, this Curiosity has been, this, uh, for those of you who don't know out there, Curiosity is a... NASA's uh, Humvee 
fucking robotic uh, rover that's up there taking soil samples, collecting uh, 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 water, <laughs> if there is rocks. water, rocks, and, and they're just sending something back. And I think Paul has just found it. Um, if you look at this one, if you go up, go up to the very, very top, very, very top. Very, 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 very top. Very, 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 very top. Right okay. there. Right yeah. there. Got it. Look at that image. What do you see? Uh, I see the rover in some kind of... Okay, so it's the rover that's taking a, a picture of the ground, and yeah. it's a shadow of itself. Okay. You can see the... Can see the, the camera. The, 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 the telescope got on it. the top. What the fuck is that right there? That looks like a monster that is punching another kind of dog-like monster okay. in the face. All right, here, if you look at this one, mm -hmm. this one actually, somebody went to the extent to, to put like a, the computer graphics on it. Mm. That actually looks like a fucking spaceman... Yeah. With with his arm extended, putting some sort of jug into the rover itself. There is you can see something. the mask. It actually, looks, it looks you, like a 1960s American astronaut. It, 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 you can see hair right there. You can yeah, see hair. Like, actually, I don't like the way that they've, they've, in, in you know in in, in forthcoming podcasts. Hopefully, we'll get some videos on the go. But uh, I don't like the way that they've outlined this. They've made it look too simple. This looks like a beast. That and this looks like an astronaut. Yeah, th this one. This actually, it looks like there's hair right there. Right, I can see that. I can see that the tank on the back. So I showed Luke this, and he was just like, <laughs> he looked at the picture, and he was just like, ah, ah. Right. Uh, uh, like, if you guys want to uh, take take a look at these pictures, just type in in Google "Shadow Mars Curiosity," and they'll pop right up. They're like literally the first two pictures. This came up just like a couple weeks ago. But the cool thing that I want to talk about right now is that we have just come upon Pluto. Nine years it has been, forty-seven thousand miles an hour for nine years. This satellite has been traveling through space to get to Pluto, to take pictures of Pluto, send them back to see what we're dealing with. Have you taken a look at this? Or Which I have, actually. I Pluto saw. is no longer a planet either. A dwarf planet, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So basically what they did, they sent this spaceship out there to go and research the furthest planet in the solar system. And during the time that it was on its journey, they actually decided that it wasn't a planet at all. That must have been... That's fucking true, actually. <laughs> <laughs> they're in there and they're like, fuck, what are we doing? We don't even need to do this anymore. Shut it down. God damn it. We can't get it back. It's We're past the point right. of recovery. But Keep I going. Saw, I saw a picture of that. And I saw that one on Facebook where somebody edited, edited it. Edited it with it the Death Star. Death Star. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that was, was fucking That was great. great. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, you know, they, they, can you imagine? It traveled three billion – it was miles, wasn't it? Three billion miles oh. through, through space, mm -hmm. nine years, and that just, that just blows me away. Like I, 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 can spend, I can spend a fucking year without stopping talking about space and how much I believe in aliens and everything like that. And one thing that I think that was truly amazing that I saw about uh, a couple months ago, they found a, a a black hole in the solar system. Not sorry, not solar system in the universe that is 15 billion. That's with a B, not an M. Billion times bigger than our sun. 15 billion times bigger. That's like taking a grain of sand mm. on our planet. And that's our sun, and then times it by 15 billion, and the size of our planet compared to that little grain of sand is the black hole. Just 
I can't comprehend it. I can't get my head around it, right? Uh, and then, you know, I, I've never been... A, <laughs> yeah, I'm a bit stupid. I've never been able to get my head around any of that stuff. Like, when I was a kid, all I used to think about was there's no end to time or there's no end to space. And it used to really fry my mind. I couldn't really get my head around it. Like, we, we, we're used to thinking within certain limits and dimensions and things like that. And I can't, I can't get it. And it just makes my head buzz. I just can't do it. Like a hundred years, maybe we maybe we'll be able to live a hundred years, right? <laughs> maybe. No, maybe. by the way, I'm going. Mate. Not, not 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 shoveling this bill in my mouth and drinking Drink. tequila and beer. But a hundred years, okay. So take a thousand years, and what is that? That's like the Viking era, a thousand years ago. Viking era in England, a thousand years ago. You times that by ten. What is that? That's like when the the the, the pyramids in Egypt were built. You times that by like a million? Holy fuck. You times that... Okay, they just found... Uh, I don't know how long ago, but it was on the... What is that peninsula called? Um, right above where uh, Japan is in Russia. Kamjachangshashodahasha Peninsula in Russia. That's some pronunciation. They found a, a metallic pipe. Obviously, it was man-made. There's no way that that metallic pipe can be found naturally in in the world some sort of metallic object okay scientists carbon dated it guess how old it was you'll never fucking guess three years a little bit more <laughs> Scott I'll say 30,000 years more think in the millions 100 million years old you're getting close what is that not even like like is it, is it more yeah holy shit 200 million years old. Uh, you're halfway there. 400 million years old. They carbon dated this pipe to okay, be so 400 fucking million years and old. And there you go. And you know who put it there? The, the fucking aliens. Obviously. The fucking aliens. Yeah, right? So what are you saying on the whole thing? Do you think people are aliens? Well, actually, there are three different cultures of people on the planet. There are mongoloid, negroid, and angloids on our planet. We're all a different sort of race of people. That sounds very racist, by the way. It does, but it's scientifically <laughs> proven. Scientifically proven that there are three different species of people. Well, that uh, also you figure in sort of um, the native people of Australia, the native people of North America. We don't even – I don't even think I – might, I might be ignorant here, but I don't think scientists have actually said what kind of – uh, people they might have come from Pacific Islanders, whatever. But in Canada, Scott, maybe I think it was two or three years ago, the Canadian ex-defense minister came on public record. There's a video on YouTube. If you pull it up, you can you can see it. You might have seen it already. He comes out and he admits this is the guy that did, did controlled the, the the armies and the navies of Canada. Said that there are aliens. There are four alien races that have been coming to our planet. For thousands of years, and they're working with the Americans. I've heard a lot of things on that, not necessarily from Canada, but I've watched a lot of documentaries and uh, conspiracy theory shows that there are, you know, four different races of aliens, you know, one being hostile, one protecting us, one Anunnaki, kind of thing. the fucking Anunnaki's. The Anunnaki, exactly. But I don't know that much about it, to mm. be honest. If you look up, if, if anybody's near the computer right now out there in cyberspace, mm. go to, I'm still eating biltong, 
go to um, YouTube, type Obama Anunnaki. Right. Can you pull that up? Just can, Obama Anunnaki. Okay, I got it. Well, I don't have it, but okay. Okay, so the, the, basically what it is is the president giving a speech to uh, leaders of the Zionist Kebab. And in the front of him, there's some guy that's acting super-duper strange. I have known some law enforcement guys. There are uh, law enforcement guys out there that have told me um, when there secret, comes to Secret Service agents, uh, there are Secret Service agents. They try to blend in, of course. They try to lock look um, quite normal. What do you I'm mean saying, by this? What, what are we talking about? No, uh, Obama, Anunnaki. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Anyway, so what are you saying? Like, are you talking about the shape-shifting stuff? The shape-shifting. Oh, have you seen this one? I've seen this stuff before. That was when the guy, he's given a speech. Right. And there's the guy, like, he's a security kind of yeah, guy. Yeah, he's, he's acting really strange. And, and all he's, of a sudden, his face just changes. Like, like yeah, he's fucking changed. He's back, he's back in the shadows after after the he, he goes uh, from the... From the where the president is, mm. um, yeah, keep keep just just type right there. Obama Anunnaki, A N N U, yeah, yeah, uh, and you'll see this guy who's just um, literally his face fucking morphs into something. You, his ears go away, his nose goes away, his chin elongates, and uh, one of the theories is that that. Uh, the, the United States has been working with this alien race for um, whoever knows how long, and they're trying to control the people and throw out something. We have the sound down here. All right, but so we're, we're watching this right now. And to, to be honest, I think I can make this. Oh, oh well, this is one of them. Just kidding. Well, but with technology and all that kind of thing and what I know... I haven't seen it yet, but I think I could do this myself. I'm going to put it on the full screen for you there, Scott. I'm not going to analyze it here. But All right, so look at this guy in the in the beginning here. Okay. okay. You can't really – I don't know how you can fake this guy looking like so strange. Okay, obviously – Like he's chilling in the shadows. He's there's in a Secret Service agent right there. There's no, a Secret it, Service agent. It, it looks fake to me right off the bat. All right, well, listen, anyway, just for everybody who's listening out there, you can't obviously see this. You can type it into YouTube, Obama, Anunnaki. He's chilling in the foreground. He's in the shadows. He's kind of swaying backwards and forwards. Well, this looks, is not how he, Secret yeah, Service agents are yeah, supposed to he, act. Yeah, they're supposed to be super calm, cool, collected. Mm-hmm. He looks really uncomfortable. There's another Secret Service guy behind him. He's chilling. Like, he looks pretty chilled. He looks scared as shit. He, well, he just, to me, he's, he's kind of chilled. He's got, his, he's got his hand on his gun. All right, he's so got look a back here, out there. Right there, back in the, right. in the, in the background, Scott. All right. Yeah, and then the All camera right. comes out from the front. It's panning. It's going back towards the back, so it's changed the angle. And right. then where all this, of a sudden, his where's nose, his nose? Is where's his fucking nose fucking go? disappeared. Where's his ears? Uh, Watch his yeah. ear. Everything, everything. Air is gone. Oh, Look at his Jesus. chin elongate. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah. See, All that's right. scary. Anyway, like, let's not dwell on this because people can't see it, and that would drive people crazy. And yeah. to well, me, the whole thing looks fake. Yeah. Well, based on the video I just watched. Uh, he was never there in the first place. Oh, okay, well, possibly. But as a conspiracy theorist, which I am, it's more fun to talk about it than just discredit it. Right, and that's true. And, and why not? Like, if you think about it, people, you know, we've, for thousands and thousands of years, I mean, 
back in the day, thousands and thousands of years, who could even have thought that what we're doing right now could be possible? Like what we're at right now with any kind of technology. Like, give you, my give you one. God. Leonardo da Vinci. Right. Only somebody like that who is his, he's clearly a progressive mind with foresight into the, into the, into the future. But now here's a question. Now that we're on something like this, a little bit of supernatural stuff, do you believe mm. in ghosts? <laughs> Dude, I could talk to you guys all night about ghosts. All fucking night. And the reason why is because, yes, I do. Uh-huh. Because I've actually had experiences with ghosts. Believe it or not, like, do you want to do you want to get into this right now? Yeah, fuck yeah, oh, why not? My God. Come on. Okay, so I'm from the northeast of England, and uh, I live in a house. <laughs> thank God. <laughs> with uh, <laughs> well, I lived in a house. Thank God. As with, opposed to what? As opposed to a shack. Anything, you know. Actually, mansion would be better, but whatever. Anyway, opposed to a tent. Yeah, tent would be nice. I like it. <laughs> I like the outdoors. <laughs> Anyway, um, so I'm, I'm grown up in this uh, detached four-bedroomed house. It's modest. It's not huge. We've got a big back garden, front garden. It, it's very, very comfortable, and for that, I really do thank my parents. Thank you. I love you guys. Um, but anyway, and my family, for some strange reason for years, have had some weird connection with the spirit world. So my mother firmly believes in ghosts. Her, her, actually, it's on my mother's side. Her sisters and brothers firmly believe in ghosts, you know, and the reason being is because apparently their mother had had some kind of, you know, experiences with ghosts. Anyway, uh, so, you know, I'm growing up in this house and my mother, um, she's a smoker. And the first thing that happened in the house, um, she was standing in the kitchen and she was smoking a cigarette. Back in the day, mm. when you could smoke cigarettes inside, which is fucking nuts. You can't even smoke cigarettes inside like, your own just, house now? Yeah, well, you can, but, like, I used to sit in the in the room with my uncles and aunts and, like, God knows fucking every relation chuffing tabs, and 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 it would stink. Oh. And now it's just not really acceptable around children, let's oh. face it. Yeah. So she's smoking a cigarette in the kitchen, and uh, she's got, like, this little ashtray on the side. And then all of a sudden, the ashtray... This is my mother telling me this, right? I didn't see this. Mm. The ashtray slides across the, sh- uh, the, the breakfast bar, mm. and it falls off the side and smashes in, into a load of pieces. She runs out into the garden. My dad's mowing the lawn. Uh. She goes fucking crazy. He says, you idiot, like you're going mental. There's obviously no such thing as ghosts. All right, so I, I, I had two questions. One, did your mom drink when she smoked? Actually, she was definitely not a drinker. She had a lot of cups of tea because okay. she's a British woman. Okay, so uh, did she potentially, probably, possibly knock the ashtray across the counter unknowingly and it smashed to the ground? No. And, and you know, like this is all of the things I thought. I was like, yeah, she's obviously just, you know, being a little bit crazy. And uh-huh. I'm not calling my mom crazy. Oh. But, you know, so, you know, we thought nothing of it. This went on a little while, and then she started complaining about other things. And the next story, she's in the living room. There's nobody in the house. She's lying on the sofa, uh, <clears throat> and uh, she's sleeping. And, and all of a sudden, the entire sofa couch for the Brits moves right into the middle of the living room. What? Right. So she's like, what? oh, come on. Like, she's like, this is fucking crazy. What? Like, she's not feeling it at all. And, uh-huh. and, and anyway, things went on, and she was waking up in the night, and 
you know, she was she. It was only ever her. She was always saying the handles on the doors are going, and you know. And to be honest, there was. I'm sure there was one point. Like I was pretty young, um, but I think there was one point when my my dad probably thought she was losing her marbles. You know yeah, I mean? right. Well, yeah, if it's only if it's only just happening to your mom. Exactly right. But so, then, but did it start happening to anybody else? It progressed. It did. It, yeah, it right? did. So obviously, maybe this is a spirit or a ghost. That well, I guess what would be the difference, a spirit or a ghost? Well, is that a, is that is there a can you differentiate? No, between no, the two? I, I think it's it's an energy based thing. Okay. that's what I would think. It's uh. an energy based thing. It's energies from a past existence. Uh. And but like, let's just get into this because you know this then happened started happening to my sister, and obviously like me and my dad we'd never had any problems, so we just thought women are you know well, losing little, their marbles, yeah, so, right? Which uh, is fair enough. Uh. Um, so, you know, my sister was getting, like, uh, the handle on the door was going at night, and she was, like, freaking out, and she'd be screaming, and I would uh. wake up and think, what the hell is going uh. on? And uh, and then the one time, like, she, she, she'd she gone into the bathroom, and, you know, it sounds ridiculous. Like, it's proper, like, you know, you know normal movie shit. Uh. But, like, she'd looked in the mirror, and there was, like, a, a, a thing written in the mirror. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, uh. she, wouldn't, she wouldn't bullshit. She's a legit chick. Uh. It says, like, I know... Like this, and she's like, "Holy shit!" I know, or I yeah, know this. No, no, I know. Right? I know. And she and she was living at that point. That was when she had a little flat by herself, uh, right? Uh huh. So oh, so this, wait, 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 wait. This carried over from your this house. This was multiple locations, to other places. It, it was in the same city. So you your time. it's Boom. not just your family's house is haunted. It's your family that's haunted. It's the family, and I'll tell Did you. Did this ever I'll, happen I'll to the guys? I'll get into this. Uh huh. Right? So. Anyway, a bunch of shit happened, and my dad, at this point, was kind of sick of hearing about it. My mother, on frequent occasions, was in tears talking about it. She uh-huh. was shaking. How many, how many times a year did this happen? This was happening over the course of about three years. Uh, and did um, this happen in an everyday thing, or did this happen like uh, once a like week? A, or? Like a, I'd say like once a week, maybe. I don't know exactly, uh-huh. right? Um, I mean, was it like the ghost on their period or something like that? Uh, <laughs> or or it, could it be like something like this? Fucking hell. I, I don't know. I don't know. But it was it was happening frequently to the point where um, my mother got really angry. And, and she, on one of these haunting experiences, she just screamed out, you know, leave me alone. Just leave me alone. Whoever you are, just leave me alone. And nothing happened for months. Uh-huh. Right? And then it came back, and it came back really bad. Like, um, I mean, again, all of this stuff sounds like it's right out of a horror movie. Well, but I'm yeah, your hairs are standing on end. Um, so we're all asleep. Actually, I wasn't here at the time, but I wasn't there at the time. But they're all asleep, and uh, my sister starts screaming in the middle of the night. My mother wakes up because uh-huh. she's just along the corridor. Uh-huh. My mother opens the door. She goes out in the corridor. Uh-huh. And this is when your sister's still living with yeah, your family. She's still living with like she's she's been and gone living with the family due to okay, okay, so certain she, personal uh, you know yeah, yeah, experiences. Yeah. But um, so she's my mother's gone out in the hallway to see what's going on. She's opened up the door, and you guys are gonna just think I'm full of shit. But whatever, I'm gonna come out with it. The whole fucking corridor was red. I All believe right? it. I believe it. All right. I believe Whatever. it. Yeah. It's hard to believe. No, anyway, I, I, this is my mother did, who's did, telling me these things. Did let me let me ask you this question. Was it just your mother that saw it or was there other people that saw it too? It was at this point, my mom and my sister, but let's get back to that. So both of them later. saw it. Right. Okay. Now everybody listening right now must think, yeah, they're obviously fruit loops. You know what I mean? But yeah. 
Anyway, so she's gone out and she's gone along the corridor and mm. my sister's door is literally like moving. Like it's getting smashed, smashed, smashed. And at that point, my mother had said, um, like, oh, yeah, what's going on? Whatever. And, you know, she's grabbed the door and everything just disappeared. Everything stopped. Mm. And my sister's come out. She's crying her eyes out. My dad's up. He's like, what's going on? But actually, he was too late to see these things. Yeah. Which is why he still consistently did not so he's never seen any of these things no 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 he has because Uh the next thing Uh he then thinks that both his wife my mother Uh and my sister are just completely losing the marbles right right? so anyway and I'm not there I was at uni thank god Um, and the next thing that happens my dad's walking to his little office room down the corridor Uh and uh, there was just a woman standing in the corridor just a woman and he saw her he saw her in the did corridor did he see like feet and he saw the back of her head uh-huh. and she was standing in the corridor uh-huh. and then it just disappeared uh-huh. right? so he's like what the fuck is going on with that so it was a, it was a I wonder why then the woman would cause havoc with the other women because I'm going to get to that okay right? so what happens next is my mother she's never seen this ghost she's never you know she's felt she's seen the presence she's seen all these lights she's seen all this crazy shit going on but she's never seen anything yeah so the one day she's walking along the hall downstairs it's it's a two floor house and she walks along the hallway and then she goes up the stairs and she's got a you know a bag of washing or whatever mothers do and she turns around because she felt like she should turn around for some weird reason halfway up the steps and she turns around and there's a woman in the hallway and the woman floats she said she floated uh-huh. along the hallway and uh-huh. she said again ridiculous but she said she couldn't see her from the waist down yeah right? okay that's why I asked can you see the feet before right, yeah right so there's, the woman's come to the bottom of the steps and she could only see the back of her head and the woman started turning her head uh-huh. and she turns her head around and as soon as my mother saw the side profile of her face yeah. she realized that it was actually her mother her dead mother holy shit right and uh, and and then she realized, okay, she's here. And, and she thought she's here for a reason. Mm-hmm. Why is she here? Mm. So a few other things happened. And eventually my sister um, my sister got haunted really badly. I, I, I won't go into that because it's a long thing. And my mother said, okay, so you've done something. What have you done? Mother said to your sister? My mother said to my sister, uh. you've done something. What have you done? And uh. my sister then... Uh, said actually she's kind of had some personal things going on and that's why maybe she's the, the haunting has been happening because she's being was she pregnant not pregnant nothing like that uh-huh. but maybe she was like kind of seeing the wrong guy that kind of thing maybe up, up, to, up, up, up to the wrong things Whoa. I'm not, I'm not going to go into it wow yeah I'm not wow. gonna, I'm not going to go into it but anyway th- this happened and 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 since then, like actually, I, I thought it was all bullshit the whole time. Uh-huh. And since then, my dad got visited in bed, and he got woken up by an evil woman's face. Oh my god, that was that'd be so fucking creepy. And he was literally like, "I'm sorry, like I'm terrified now." Oh my god! And then the once I was in bed, uh-huh. and all I heard was like a on the door, uh-huh. right? 
And I woke up and I said, hey, mother, is that you? And she said, no, I'm in the shower. And I said, who's that then? She said, I don't know because there's nobody else in the house. And that, See, was, that, the, that was the only time that I've ever had man, any connection that, with it at that's all. That's why I can't watch horror movies. I cannot watch horror movies. I, I fucking hate horror movies. I will not watch any horror movies because I know that stuff really exists. Did like a does. sci-fi movie with aliens and stuff. Mm, yeah, I know that exists too, but... It's not creepy to me. That's yeah, fucking creepy. It is, man. But you know what my mother always said, like, and she is is very well connected now. Like, there's been a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Um, believe it or not, whatever you want. But she always says, it's not the dead that are going to hurt you. It's the living. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So, uh, Korea is a superstitious country. It, they are. They are so superstitious. And one thing that's really popular here, very common, is... They have uh, fortune tellers here. The fortune tellers, my wife loves going to see fortune tellers, especially uh, with her mom. Is that like the Chinese kind of stuff, like where they read the books and everything like that? Is that what it is? Yeah. Well, she, my wife has these papers that this uh, man drew, and she went and saw him like in April, I think. And just like two days ago, she pulled out the paper, opened it up, and she started reading the fortune again. Because... I'm starting to believe it a little bit because there the the fortune teller told us about maybe eight or eight or nine things that will happen over the months, maybe three things a month from May, June, July. Well, like you, you are going to start a podcast. Well, stuff like okay, May you're going to have to you pay a lot of money for something, and um, July. Uh, I'm not going to get into it, but you're going to do this and have to do this and blah blah blah. And so far, seven of the nine things have come true. If by the end of July, the other two things come true, yeah, I'll begin to believe in in uh, fortune tellers as well. Because that, that to me, I mean, if you can get nine things right, nine out of nine with a stranger you don't know that's going to happen over the next three months, there's a little bit of, 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 of merit in that. There's got to be something. Like, you know, it's not all like they're going on Facebook and researching all these things. Like, there's no way that these guys can predict these things, especially when you're going in there. Presumably, you're going in there and you're not really giving them any information. You're just kind of sitting there, right? I mean, I know that they, they there's, there's some sort of, I wouldn't say science, but there's some sort of, they can read your body language. They can, there's people that are, that are the, maybe the fakes that, that other people uh, say that they are they read your body language they, they read your um, your 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 just just how the way you talk the way you move and, and everything and they can say these things and you're like oh yeah that's that's true whatever but how is it that somebody can do that nine times in the next coming three months and have specifics come true now here's here's a question Scott you've been quite Silent. Quiet, yeah, I've, I've I've actually been concentrated. I got lost when Paul said his mom was smoking. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean smoking hot, Scotty. Come okay, on, like, I, mean, I, I kind of tuned, tuned in when when he said his sister was screaming at night. <laughs> but, sick, you sick. Since then, I've been a little bit tuned out and in my own world. Yeah. All right. But there was the, a total. There was a really bad fucking movie that came out a little while ago called Jupiter Ascending. Have you? Did you guys watch this? 
I tried watching it, but to be honest... It was fucking horrible. Okay, it's too bad, because... Well, they, they, they went from planet to planet to planet and everything like that. But I think after that, it was Interstellar was out, or maybe Interstellar was before. It was oh, before, okay. I believe. So Interstellar uh, di- dove into the, the, the aspect that there could be uh, multiple planets out there where the same mirror image of our planet is going on. No, like the another planet Earth, like a, a, a second there's been, one. There's been a few movies like that. Yeah, yeah so there's a a mirrored, a mirrored. Uh, yeah, my my microphone's jumping away from me. I think that's my knee jerk reaction to this shit. Uh, there's a mirror planet of of Earth that's going on out in space. So here's the thing: what if one of these uh, fortune tellers is an awakened soul from that other planet? where the stuff has already happened and they can actually look into your eyes and see who you were on that other planet and say, this shit's going to happen on this day and this day and this day and, hey, drop mic, fuck off. Like that. Yeah, that... But, but why would they have been sent here in the first place? Like, what, why would they even be... Is that like a punishment? It's like, okay, you fucked up, so you've got to go to planet Earth 1 and tell all these people what exactly is going to happen in the future and that's going to be super shit. What's going on with that? Well, I mean, if you look at it from... I mean, we're in Asia, so we can go into the whole Buddhist aspect of it. There's a, there's a, a, a Buddhist monk called a Bodhisattva, which is a, a, a monk that does not want to be enlightened, that just spends this time on Earth trying to get other people enlightened so that they can dive and, 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 and fizzle off into nothing um, up, in the, in, up into the realm of space or whatever, you know, how it goes. So maybe one of these uh, fortune tellers is actually one of these kind of people that are kind of semi-martyrs that come over from the other mirrored universe and just say, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to enlighten you a little bit of what's going to go down. Try to get your shit straight this time. Uh, don't fuck up like you did on the last planet and just take my advice. I have no idea about that. Do you think they could just like bring some stuff, like some pictures and some proof that you're actually on the other the, <laughs> that other planet? Like, hey, look, yeah, this wouldn't is that you. be? Yeah, wouldn't this that is be you? Great. Look hey. at you. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, uh, dive into destiny here, and uh, hey, just go with it, man. Just trust me. Hey, these images are not photoshopped. We actually yeah. have the real proof. So fuck off and. Follow me. I think all, I think all fortune tellers are bullshit. Well, dude, you, you say oh. that, man. Like I, I saw one. But, but wait, there's a science be- behind it all. Yeah, but but there's science no, behind there's, everything. There's no, yeah, but. Well, I mean, uh, like I said, uh, there's some of that that the, the you walk up to a fortune teller, and he's like a profiler. He can see how you're wearing your clothes. He can tell you what kind of job you have without even sitting down first and uh, watch the way your hair moves and how your eyebrows are crossed. And I don't know the science behind it, but I just don't think it's legit. I think it's pretty straightforward in Korea, though. Like, you're a foreigner. You go to a fortune teller. Know, like, I know. You are <laughs> an English teacher <laughs> or an engineer. Like, and it, <laughs> I can do that. I can, t- I, can, I, I, can look at, I can look at foreigners here and I can go, okay, that guy's in the military. That guy's an engineer, exactly. and that guy's an English teacher. Exactly. Because those right. are the three... I know in Korea, like, palm reading and fortune telling is pretty popular right now. I've actually gone to CGV. 
I got that right this time, right? CGV. Yes. Not CGI. CVG. That's the that's the uh, CGV uh, airport from my hometown. City Seven always has palm readers outside yeah. of the fucking. You're going to see a movie. Of course they do. That's that's the date place. So yeah, which is another key. Uh, right. Well, it's, it's a, a coffee. It's a, it's a couple thing. Uh, you go for it's the tri-story. Coffee there's shop, a, movie, a palm reader. All of it, you know? Like, I don't know. Pullman Hotel. I'm just not into it. So, going back earlier, your mom was smoking. You weren't talking about, you were talking about cigarettes. Yeah, she was smoking I was, cigarettes. I was talking about, she was smoking, and my sister was screaming, and it was all to do with ghosts. Uh, so, but, that is, I, I've known, I've been in a situation <laughs> like that where people were smoking a little bit of marijuana and people were screaming and somebody Dude, was freaking out my I, sister I, was not screaming because never done my, that before my in my mother life. was not high let's just just break it down here like everybody you know what i mean but no man like it you know that that shit carried on though like and i think it's i think it's still going on now and in the last example my last little story anecdote here was uh my uncle he was in the marines and uh he was in the Marines with my other uncle. This who, is your mom's brother. This is my mom's brother. Right, He's so also connected to the spirit world. And uh, he was in the Marines with my other uncle, who was the husband of my mother's sister. You got that? Yeah. That's pretty, yeah, it's, it's getting, it gets technical. And anyway, they, these two guys were in the Marines together. They fought together. They, they, they went all over the place back in the day. And the one uncle died, uh-huh. and uh, we all went to his funeral. Did he and die in, a, in like an? Uh, how did he die? If you not, don't mind me asking. No, like he in, was he was out of the military for okay, many years, right, so okay, he died right. of, of natural, okay. well, some kind of natural causes. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, he dies, and my uncle. We went to the funeral, and he made a, a, a really nice, you know, meaningful, powerful speech about. How, the, the time that they spent in the military together and how much it meant to him and that kind of thing and we dropped him off at his house uh, after the funeral and he's got this perfectly like it's a tiny square of green lawn outside of his little flat uh, and he always keeps it immaculate there's there's nothing on it that, that there's no daisies no weeds no anything it's just a little it looks like a bowling uh, green you know like a lawn uh-huh, green right 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 and uh, he's gone to bed and he woke up in the morning and he went to the front window and he looked out and right in the perfect center of this immaculately you know, clean green, green space, there's a huge poppy. Now, a <laughs> poppy is obviously a remembrance, sig- significant for remembering, you know, um, uh, veterans of war. Which is Bepero Day here. Yeah. Pepperell Day here. We do poppies <laughs> in the UK, day, yeah. but it's a big, you know, it's a poppy. And you know, everybody knows a poppy, and it's grow. It's grown right in the middle of the lawn overnight, and it's just sitting there right in the middle. And he took a picture, and he showed us. And the picture we, actually came out. The picture yeah. came out, uh. and and um, I believe he picked it. I think he kept it. I'm not sure. Did he dry it and smoke I, it? I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Anyway. Um, but yeah, I mean that's 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 unbelievable to me. You yeah, know, that's I mean, it's, it's not unbelievable. I believe it, yeah. but it's just nuts. Like, I mean, it, there's so many you know. things. There's so many things in this world that well, that I, I I cannot even begin to explain. I can't even begin to explain. I'll tell you for for one. Uh, last night I came home. I did not drink. I was here at BK's with you when you were bartending. I came home in my car. All my bags were in the back seat 
because I with, was with Martin. We went over to your academy, picked up something, came back. So we put everything in the back seat. Yeah. And everything then was not in the front seat. So I walked out in my car this morning. Doors are all locked, and everything in my f- back seat was in my front seat. And I either was sleepwalking, uh, my wife did it, which, you know, I can't say anymore. Honey, did you do this? Because she'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? I don't know. Okay, okay. All right, I believe you. Okay. And maybe I was sleepwalking or whatever. But these days, there's so many things um, that I can't explain that are going on, little things. Either I'm having schizophrenia um, and having a, a fight club Brad Pitt moment. Or um, there's just something else going on. There's definitely some more stuff going on. There's something else going on. Hey, hey. hey. Oh, I was going to say, hey, what would you think if all of a sudden a fucking spaceship the size of Seoul ended up above Chang Wan? What would you do? I wouldn't be very surprised, to be honest with you. I don't know what I would do. I think I would be pretty... Concerned if it just if it was just like the the show V and I don't know if you guys ever saw that I'd probably go home. I sp- <laughs> if <laughs> you know what I would do, I would run up in the mountains. I would run up in the mountains and I would learn how to shoot my slingshot and, and catch game. Uh, yeah, but w- w- yeah, but you, I would become a mountain man. I, right behind my house. Well, what, what's to anyway, say that that spaceship wouldn't be a friendly spaceship like why why do we think that they're invading and they want to kill everybody uh, you, you know nine. It just it would just be um, you know what would happen even if a fucking spaceship that size showed up above Changwon I wouldn't worry about the spaceship I would worry about the people living in Changwon because more than half of them would fucking freak out yeah that would I'm- be the natural response well, it depends where you are. Like, look at those crazies in, in the... I'm not saying they're crazies, actually. <laughs> look in the U.S., they go out in, what is it, the Nevada desert, and they've got, like, like, like teapots on their heads and things, and they're, like, worshipping the skies and all that sort of stuff. Oh, that, that's called aliens. Burning Man. No, dude, that's awesome. <laughs> that's, like, that's Burning Man. No, no, this tried is to different. Get, tried to get tickets shit. for it, didn't work, couldn't oh. do it. I, I tried to get the raffle. You know but, what? Like, I've, I've heard... That's there's, something that could happen. Who knows? Yeah. But we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back... Scott's got to piss, I think. We're gonna, yeah, I got to take a His piss. eyes look yellow. When we come back, we're going to talk about what is going to happen in Changwon in the next week, including what happened last week. Awesome, awesome, because good Thursday stuff, Grant. night with the orphanage fundraising thing. Yeah, and, and really good gonna stuff. Ha- we're going to have an interview with Eric Thames. Eric Thames, which Paul was lucky enough oh, to grab that. We'll we had to later. stay forever to get that interview, yeah, didn't we? Did, we? Hey, guess what? what? Yeah. It wasn't too bad. We had to stay forever. To yeah. So we'll be right back after this. Yeah. Want to know what's going on in Changwon City? Check out the new website, The Changwinner. You can find reviews to anything related to Changwon City, stories from people living in Changwon City, and what the weekend holds for the area. Post your own reviews, stories, and events, as well as add to our forum. The Changwinner is also home for Changwon's first and only podcast, hosted by Scott, D, and Paul. Find out everything there is to know about living the life in Changwon now. Visit www.changwonner.com today. You'll see why life here just got more interesting. Looking for a great night out? Then come on down to BK House. Great music, great food, and great drink specials. It's always a fun time, and there's always a great crowd. 
We're open late and serve food until closing time, outdoor patios, darts, and so much more. This is our house, BK House, located in downtown Changwon. Follow us on Facebook at BK House Bar. We're back with Scott, D, and Paul. All right, we're back with the podcast. And once again, I'm Scott. I'm with D and Paul. And just to mention that we're all, we're, our podcast is on Facebook now, or on Facebook, on iTunes now. Oh, shit. Yes, it is. I actually just, I downloaded uh, the, what, what is not, I subscribed to it tonight. I have four podcasts that I subscribe to, and I just did the Chang Warner tonight. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lie, I haven't actually even subscribed to it yet. <laughs> you know, it's, it's weird. It's nice for you guys to catch up. But you know what? It's weird for me to listen to my own voice. It's so stupid I for me. I fucking hate it. I do too. I, well, you hate looking at D, listening to D's voice, right? No, yeah, I hate to hear my own voice. Oh, okay. oh yeah. yeah well, it sucks, doesn't it? D's voice is another story. Well, I'm, I've been told that I can... From what you I sound do, like a little podcaster, do. don't you? I don't know about that. I've had I've had people tell me that I can I could uh, 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 mumble and mumble stumble and, upon and, your words and and bang do that one. But <laughs> we we would appreciate if you head over to iTunes and just share the link, leave your comments, rate it, review it. Yeah, right. Just get on there, man. It's so simple. It's cool that people have been leaving reviews or comments on on Facebook. Yeah, but it would be much help, more helpful to us if you leave it on our either on our on our podcast website or mm. on iTunes. And you know what was cool? The first episode we had two hundred downloads. Last week we had over three hundred downloads oh. between the iTunes and the Changwaner podcast, which is nice. I can't even believe that myself. Loving it, loving it, but. Before we get into anything and we get into what wrapping up shit, we're going to get into what's coming up this coming week. So let's get into what's going on. Bang! Get your local events list for Changwon City. Get your ass out the chair and we'll see you there. Bang! Paul's got something going on he wants to talk about right now. <laughs> that was a wicked impression, by the way. <laughs> Bang! I can't do it. All right. Honestly. Wicked coming up this Saturday at none other than Next Bar. What a wicked bar! That's the 25th on Saturday from 9 p.m. We've got game night, and in the game night, you can bring all of your own board games or they supply a shitload of stuff. Game night or gay night? I said game, game. So you can, you know, you can, there's all sorts of board games going on, right? Game, game of Thrones? Or, they, yeah, yeah. Come on now. <laughs> They've got to bring that game out, though. That would, that would be game good. No, we're talking about board games, right? Board games. Yeah, we've got board games. You can bring your own or you can play what the guys have got, got there. They've got a shitload of stuff. And also, they have free hookah. Now, that's... Free hookers. Oh, come on, dude. That's the, the, the smoking kind and with the delicious tobacco. Hookers are smoking. I love smoking oh. hookers. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> what, like, well, they're like transvestites? What, how does that work? <laughs> <laughs> Hookah. No, no, seriously. Anyway, this event is Many different be, flavors. Yeah, many different flavors, many different games. It's going to be awesome. It's on from 9 p.m. And second to that, in, in O'Brien's Bar, Wicked Bar, we love it. From uh, on Tuesdays we got Taco Tuesdays. They serve all sorts of different delicious tacos. You got to get yourself down there. That's all night on a Tuesday, and then 
every month at the end of the month, the last Saturday, we've got open mic, and that's fantastic. All the boys and the girls, they put on a great show. We love it. Um, lastly, for O'Brien's, he's got the deli meats. He's got a, a big section in the mini mart there. They serve all sorts of stuff, not even just deli meats, but they've got cheese. They've got all sorts of delicious things. Uh, get yourself down there. If there's any kind of food like that, that you're interested in buying, mm. I guarantee you that there's going to be something on that and shelf. I think that the you deli meats change from. Tuesday being cut to Wednesday. That's right. And you know why that is? It's because they wanted to keep it fresher for everybody who's buying these meats. And people, you know, the week starts slowly. Everybody's hungover or whatever from the weekend. And they're just chilling. And they want to come down to OB's. And they're going to pick them up on a a Wednesday or Thursday. I believe it's a Thursday pickup, right? Yeah. It's a a Thursday pickup. Wednesday night at the earliest. Wednesday night at the earliest. You can order it at the start of the week. And you've got to get yourself in there and get yourself ordering those things Mm. because they are absolutely delicious. And one thing I always love about O'Brien's is every single night he's got some sort of wicked food special going on. Some unbelievable sandwiches off the wall. They're always amazing. Everything's amazing. He's always posting a photo of what tonight's special is on Facebook and... Yeah, on the yeah. O'Brien's page. My mouth always waters. Yeah. I just yeah. wish I can get there, but... All right, we got BKs, too, this week. BKs, all week they got Tiger bottle beer going on at 4,000 won a bottle. Chicken burgers for 9,000 won, but if you want to do a Tiger beer and a chicken burger together, you're looking at 12,000 won for the two. And as always, we have UFC. They've been going crazy these past couple months. Uh, We've got UFC on the big screen Uh, on Sunday at 9 p.m. We've got TJ Dillashaw versus Renan Barrao, which is the rematch. Oh, number two. You remember the last time Renan Barrao couldn't make weight? Oh. He passed out and had to go to the hospital, so they put in a, yeah, a no. replacement right at the end. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's coming for back yeah. for blood. We'll see if TJ Dillashaw can hold the fort. And we got the All-American hot dog on that night for 5,001. 5,001. Delicious. And starting this Friday at IPs, we have a South African biltong, which is available. What is biltong, by the way? Uh, biltong the is uh, like a South African beef jerky. It's going to be 1,000. Sorry, that's quite, that's quite a lot. 100 grams for 10,001. All right. They have a sorted. We've been on great. tonight, yeah. which is, which oh, is man, great. It's delicious. Uh, it's absolutely delicious. We were chomping on it. They have a sorted bag, so you can't really just buy like a, a 100 gram bag. They have like whatever the weigh in is a 13. 130 grams for 13,000 or 200 grams for 20,000 bags. You know, it's going to be all sorted. So, so you can get your biltong at IPs. Get basically. your biltong on. Get your biltong on. And on Saturday, it's going to be rugby. We have South Africa versus New Zealand on the big screen at IPs. Yes, That's right. That's right. Big uh, games, big games. I don't know so who you're going to. That's starting at midnight? Yeah, the, the All Blacks are the favorites, but uh, the Springboks are the underdogs, and I always root for the underdogs. Anything can happen, man. Anything can happen. Right. Yeah, Super 15. All right, so let's get into what happened in the past week. What got into what happened in the past <laughs> week? Something happened on I had a great Thursday. night, honestly. Last Thursday. Last Thursday. Last Thursday, Thursday was great. History. Yeah, Thursday, I can't, I've never seen that many people come into one small space at one single night. There probably were 500 people that walked in and out of Biscacci uh, that night. But you know what was cool about that? Like, it was predominantly Korean people. 
young mm-hmm. Korean people who've come from literally all over the country. Now, I shit you not, I'm getting text messages from people saying, like, oh, like my number happened to be on the design poster or whatever. Um, and it, I wasn't part of the organization. I was just doing the design. And they're sending me messages thinking that I was part of the organization. Yeah. Saying, are we guaranteed to get into this <laughs> event? Because we're coming all the way from Seoul. There are people lined up at like 5 o'clock. 5 p.m. And yeah. like Maddie went down there. He was panicking. He's like, oh, my God, this is going to be ridiculous. Yeah. And it was. Yeah. But it was ridiculous in a good yeah. way. And I have to apologize to you, Paul, because we ended up actually working security that oh, we night. Did, we did. We ended up having to uh, do some stage work, making sure everybody was off the stage. And, and I off. did. I did. Uh, you were like, get the fuck off the stage. And I was like, I was saying to one girl, I'm like, don't worry, it's okay, I'll make sure you're okay. And you turn around and you're like, fuck you, man, fuck you, you gotta be on my side. And I, I, I thought, oh, Jesus, fuck, you're right. And I was like, get the fuck off the stage too, the girl. Yeah, but you know what, like, I was, I lost my cool a bit, the, the pressure was, was coming on, and, and, and I was, I, I, I was going about it in the wrong way, and no. I feel guilty about that, so I'll apologize to the girl. On air right now, I do apologize. No, but, about but, that, I, but I, I apologize to you. I should apologize <laughs> to you because you know you're right. I should, I should have like, uh, I should have been like, fuck you too. Get off the stage. You gotta back me up, bro. <laughs> I'll back you up, man. You back me up. I got you next time. You. I was kind of the opposite. I had a word with Eric Thames earlier saying, "Hey, listen, I'm gonna bring up some girls," and he was all like, "Yeah, yeah, that's cool." So the whole night, I was working the stage, too. In the beginning, I was keeping people off. You're the peacekeeper. I was the peacekeeper, yeah. Mm. I don't know if anybody can smell Keeping people off the stage. But within five minutes, I was pointing out all the hotties in the crowd. (laughs) hey, you. (laughs) You want to come up? Yeah, come (laughs) come up here. What do you want, (laughs) Scott? Scott was getting hot girls to expect his authority. Yeah, the... uh, (laughs) The, uh, the, the, there was I, got, a, I got four numbers that night. <laughs> there was a whole, whole yeah. usher, usher of, of ugly girls in the corner going, what happened to me? Yeah, what right, happened yeah. to me? W- whatever. But I was literally pointing out girls and saying, hey, you want a signature? Come on up. Yeah. What a douche, right? Yeah. There was one lady. It's all for charity. All for charity. I, I, you know, I when I when I was living in America, I, I worked at a bar as a bouncer. And I'm a, I'm a quite a little guy compared to Americans, but I was working there at Biscacci, and this one lady came up, and she said, um, "I'm going to go on stage." I said, "I'm sorry, you can't." She said, "What? I'm going to go on stage?" I said, "No, you got to back up." She said, "Fuck you, man!" And I said in perfect English, like a nice Korean with a British accent. She said that. Yeah, she said, "Fuck you, man." That's and nice. I said, um, "Well, rules are rules, lady." And she said, "Who the fuck are you?" And I said, "Back your shit up!" And she just got right off stage, and I felt <laughs> like I was nine feet tall. Oh, coward! Yeah, me, me getting on the Korean girls there. Whoa! Nah, but you know what? Like, you know, it was necessary. You know, it was going off in there. Yeah, like, it I, was yeah, intense, it was man. Crazy, and I don't think the guys even realized that it was going to get that crazy. Actually, like, we we can listen to a little bit of the crowd. Give it, yeah, stick it in, Scotty. Un- unfortunately, it's not the Eric themes, Eric Thames, like Eric theme Thames song. Yeah, yeah. 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 But go it's on, then uh, show us another person. Yeah, give us a little sound bite. From that, 
that was actually for a Korean player that showed up right after Eric Thames. And that was like half the amount that... Like, when Eric came in, he was... I think he was blown away. Like, he didn't really think that it was going to be so crazy. Yeah. And, you know, and I think... that you, like I think obviously he was crossing the states and he was a big deal, but over here he's like the number one star, right? Right. Well, and he's the second. Uh, he's the second uh, home run leader in Korea right now. He's got twenty. Actually, they had a last last weekend, a couple of days ago, they had the All Star game in Korea, uh-huh. and they did have the home run competition. Yeah. Yeah. And he came second. Right. Yeah, he had 28 home runs. Or he's leading. He's leading he, he, he the league right now. 28 home runs. He's leading the league. Right oh, sorry, he's right second in the, in the league, league with 28. And there's one other guy who's 30. Sorry, one other guy was 30 home runs. Uh, that that's beating him right now. But hey, good on him, man. Jeez, which yeah, he's going to beat this coming weekend. I'm which sure we're going to talk about. Yeah. yeah, but I don't he, doubt that he has 28 home runs. Did you see the size of his fucking man, arms? And, and I'm not going to lie, like Jesus. you know, we put the you know, like the boys put this on and we we helped out or whatever, and we were there and we were privileged enough to meet this guy and all of the other guys there. And I was kind of a little bit nervous to start with, you know, like you meet, you know, these people, that's that's how it is. But what a nice fella. Yeah. Like, what a gentleman, what a nice guy, and he was just loving it. And it, it was great to see that. Like, he, he's come in, and everyone's going crazy. There's a bunch of Koreans from all over the country to see this guy. And then, like, 20, 30 minutes later, you've got, like, some of his teammates come in. Right. And then, my God, the, the, the boss coach, came in. The coach, the coach yeah. came yeah. in. And that somebody said great. that that was the coach that actually took the Korean Olympic team to win oh, first. Was that the deal? To win the gold medal. That's the guy who oh, so to win the gold medal. literally a superstar. Yeah. And, and we're talking about, like, a, 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 it's a nice little, you know, it's, we're in Changwon. Yeah. We're in humble little Changwon. Yeah. We've got a lovely bar called Biscacci, and all these guys are in there. That was amazing, man. Yeah, yeah. And, you know and I mean? good on the boys, and though, the, for, for organizing that event, too, the Biscacci boys. Good on Matt and James. James and Matt, those the guys. Korean, the Korean players that showed up were big names on the NC Dino. Right, right. Yeah. Well, I yeah. believe one was uh, Kim Tae-gun. Well, yeah, I had a, I had a girl. A, um, I, I'll give quite, a shout. Quite a famous Korean player in, yeah, in right. the league, but also on the NT Dinos. Yeah, right. Well, I'll, I'll give a little shout out to uh, yeah, to Eugene. You. Yeah, Eugene, and she was at the front, bless her little socks. And she's like, "Give me a picture, give me a picture." And I was thinking, like, who am I to be here at the front with all of these Koreans who are, you know, they're loving this sport? And, yeah, and I'm we're, from the we're UK, literally like, standing in between no, the pack and. Right. The superstars, right? We're but running security. We didn't honest, even know we were going to do that. Koreans yeah. are very respectful. Very respectful. Yeah. Like, so when they said get off the stage, they stayed off the stage. Oh, they did. Oh, and they you, did. Yes. You know what? I, I, I've got a theory about this because I talked to Gaon about that, mm. and I said like, who are we to be there? Like, obviously we were helped with the event or whatever, but who are we to be there and tell these guys like, listen, you, you can't be near your idols. But I think it's got a. Uh, the thing is, is Eric is, is is an American, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think maybe they probably thought that we were part of his like entourage, entourage or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some foreigners and yeah, yeah, right. You know. Well, yeah, right. well, also too. I, I, I've actually been mistaken for a ball player in the past. So yeah, uh, you you mistaken for a UFC big, fighter. Big, yeah, I'm yeah. Not, I can't remember his name. Or a WWE star. He was star. a Fedor? He, he was no, a uh, Fedor Elmelienko. A guy with a 
Beard. It's Frank Near. Oh, you mean the... Uh, the, the, the I'll get into it. Oh, Travis open, Brown? Like, no. Oh, that guy? Anyway. But I've had a lot of Koreans call me this uh, UFC fighter before. Korean but, zombie. Yeah. But, just but I've also been mistaken for ball players. Really? Oh. And if you go to an event like this and you see, you know, a tall, Wait, bald, bearded type guy on stage, I can see how you think he's a ball player yeah. or something. Yeah. Just then you start wondering about <coughs> zombie t-shirts. I, the thing I enjoyed was that the fact that every girl that was in the bar was of, of age. Uh-huh. Uh, what, what, yeah. what, what, what uh, are you talking about? Well, uh, I'm what? not talking about anything. But <laughs> all Elaborate, Scott. All the girls were of age. Of age? In, in terms, when in terms of drinking age? age or? Speaking of baseball, they were all, they, they were all in the bar park, ballpark. <laughs> all right, so, so anyway, what do we got going on this Saturday then? Now, nah, fuck that. Let's, this Saturday, let's, just, let's just spend a second. Oh, one just, second. Just, oh, okay. Just give me a second to recap yeah. on that night. Like, right. that was a crazy night. A shitload of people came from all over the country. Hmm. They raised, I'm not kidding, like, I'm not even going to mention numbers because it isn't official, but it was a shitload of cash Correct. for the Gosling Orphanage. And the right. NBC Sports Plus uh, yeah. presenter, uh, Guse Bomb, was there, oh. and, and she did a great job. Um, <laughs> they, they auctioned off all sorts of stuff. Like, there was people buying Eric Them's baseball bats for like a thousand bucks like yeah. a million yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the boys like they worked so hard like they were all there they were taking pictures all night they were do we, we actually actually it's coming up soon but we had uh, we, we got an interview with Eric Thames thank you Eric actually, yeah God, we, we, we stayed we, around we, all night to get that we get into that now yeah no, we'll, let's put that on in just a second um, right. but yeah the, the boys stayed around all night they were signing stuff and they were exhausted and they did such a good job yeah, and we just like to personally thank Everybody that was involved in that, because yeah, the boys, that was, they all did a great, a great thing for charity. You know, one thing I saw with Eric, I thought I saw probably him take a picture about two hundred times, and a smile never left his face Just with me. the entire time. And it was a genuine smile, a genuine smile. He was so happy to be there, and he was so happy to be doing something good. And he's going to keep doing good because this weekend too. Let's talk about that. He's got something good coming on this weekend. Oh, we do. That was the Ghost on Orphanage fundraising, but what's going on this weekend? Well, it's the same thing. I mean, it, it, it's a continuation of the theme, mm. right? Like, the Ghost on Orphanage is a local orphanage, and um, what's going to happen is is they're taking all of the kids from the Gosong Orphanage down to the NC Dinos game. On and Eric Dames' bill. Right. Yes. It's all on his bill. He's covering the whole event tickets and they're not just any tickets they're sitting behind the cheerleaders and you know those those guys that get things on the go like that they're right, sitting right, right. right in the heart of the you know the action yeah and uh but not only that they're going to get to meet all of the players before the event and they're going to get or to go after, yeah. or after we're, right. we're not sure yet but they're going to get to go onto this onto the field and uh be there for the national anthem like before the game, that's awesome, and it's it's special, man. It's yeah. special and for that's kids. Saturday, right? this Saturday, yeah. J- July twenty fifth, twenty fifth, twenty fifth. You know, you know what I like about that is that um, I can't remember any time in America I've ever seen something like that. You know, where a, a player from a, a, a local team like that takes an entire orphanage out on the field and does something like that. You know what I mean? It makes your hair stand on end, man. It does. It does. It, it, but he, he, here, here's an American 
And I'm very proud of my country. I fight for my country outside of America more than than I would care to admit. Um, he's American outside of America, in Korea, doing something great for the world. And I'm, I just like to say thank you, man. I, th- I appreciate yeah, man. that so much. Yeah. And what right. a nice and guy. And, and what a lovely guy, man. And, and, and you guys will definitely be able to pick this up from the interview that we've and got coming up. Right? There is a difference between fans back home and fans here. There and is. I, I there think is. as much as it was crazy last Thursday, hmm. but fans were very respectful. Yeah. 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 Which was really cool. Yeah. Right. It was and lovely. we kind of talked about it in this, in this interview, so... Let's have a listen to the oh, interview. Stick it on. Yeah, bring it on, man. Okay, it's Paul. I'm here with the Changwana Podcast. Today we're doing a fundraiser here at Piscacci for the Gosong Orphanage. And joining me now is NC Dino star Eric Thames. Hi, Eric. How are you doing, buddy? Hey, I'm good, man. How you doing? I'm good, man. It's been a hot <laughs> night, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, real hot. Okay, so we've got a few questions for you tonight, mate. Just a couple. So first of all, uh, what adjustments have you had to make, you know, since you've moved to this country, learning a new system? but also the language barrier and with the new team, have you found any problems or? You know, when I signed with the Dinos, I read, you know, blogs and like articles about former players coming over to Japan and Korea and their adjustments. And, you know, I read that a lot of you know, foreigners have problems with, you know, obviously it's a different culture. I mean, it's like completely different. This isn't like Canada to yeah. America. This is like it's crazy flipped over. Yeah, right. So, so you can't expect to have like, you know, American traditions and values. Uh, so I came in open-minded, say, hey, whatever happens, happens, just have a good time, and, um, and that's what's happening. Work, I mean, work and have a good time, that's it. Yeah, it's, it's, you're having a good time, I'd say. Oh, I'm having a real good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so what do you think is the main difference between the Korean fans and the, you know, the North American fans? Well, first off, the games. I mean, in America, you know, like, only time crowds are really loud, it's a big situation, home, walk-off home run or playoffs. But uh, but um, but in Korea, I mean, there's bands and there's music and the drums and everybody's chanting and, and it's actually funny. I had a buddy come out here from Toronto, and he was saying, you know, at the Jays games, you know, people get drunk and they're fighting and they're throwing up on the eye. It's like it's gross. But in the Korea, people get drunk and they're just like singing and dancing. Everybody's happy. It's like yeah, that's why it's awesome here. The energy yeah. is always high. Everybody's having a crazy party yeah. the whole time, right? You know what I mean? All right, so do you think, like, the, the, the banda, you know, the, the crack between the players is the same here as it is in the U.S.? Between the players? Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, here there's, there's like, you know, the culture, like, the, the age rank. Uh, it's a little different from the States. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, guys still put fun at guys, you know, here and there. Uh, the foreigners definitely add to the mix uh, and loosen up the clubhouse a little bit, so... Um, is it the same? No, but it's up there too. It's up there, yeah. yeah. All right, lastly, buddy, thanks so much for this. So tell me about what's coming up next. Uh, let's talk about what's going on on Saturday, July the 25th with the Gosong Orphanage in the game. Yeah, we're getting the kids, we're getting the staff, we're getting everybody to come out to a Dinos game, have some fun, you know, and, and watch us win. I mean, hopefully. You're going to win. Cross. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to hit four, four or five home runs, hopefully. Hopefully, i got to put that in there. Don't want <laughs> to promise anything. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, just have, have some kids out there do a game. I mean, baseball is like the one game where people can just sit and just enjoy eat popcorn or fried chicken or whatever, squid. 
in his half squid, yeah. Yeah. That's a great thing. I was going to say churros and pop. I don't know if they sell that here, but <laughs> hey, man, yeah, it's baseball. I mean, it's just, it's a worldly thing, and you know, get the kids and have a little vacation. Right. Eric, thanks a lot for the interview, and thanks a lot for what you're doing for the Ghost and Orphanage. This is awesome. Thank you so much. All right. Th thanks for having me. All right, so that was the interview that Paul did with Eric Thames from the NC Dinos. And I have to say, it was probably his first interview that he ever did in a small, <laughs> tiny little we kitchen. Were, we, were, kitchen we, were, we were like Korean in a back bar. room kitchen. Yeah. And, and I'm not going to lie, we we'd had a, a couple of beers and we were just having a great time. Like everybody was was having a great time and, and I'm privileged to have been able to have done that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It was a good it was good, right? I'm, I'm well it wasn't good, but No, it was it was, you know. it was good. It was good. <laughs> we were all jacked up though. We were all it was seriously yeah. uh a big rush that night. So it was a yeah. fast paced night, yeah. Yeah it, it was, was a fast paced night 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 and I think uh, you know Eric was he was loving it, right? He was in. Uh, he he sounded like he was in his Neverland, as you say, Scott. Yeah. It's never, never land. Never, never right. land. He's See, in a better position than I am, but yeah, yeah. Right. It, yeah. He was. I'm a lost boy. He's Peter Pan. <laughs> Bless him. The, the boys. The boys actually were supposed to have had a curfew that night. And the game went on a little bit longer than they yeah, thought it, it would. It went an extra yeah. time. So he actually played. Yeah. And yeah. then went home and changed, showered, yeah. and then rushed he, he there to the home, event. Actually. Yeah, he just came straight out. Oh, he just came straight out. Right. And uh, it was it was amazing. And, and it, it doesn't even stop. Like like I say, we've got this thing at the weekend. Mm. It's going to be fantastic for the kids. And I believe that like live on the field, they're going to award them with um, the money that they raised for that event. And that's fantastic. Yeah. 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 I wonder, I, I, hey, if you were an orphanage runner, what would you do with 12 million, thousand fucking it's whatever? A, it depends. If you had like, if you had a billion won, what would you do? Well, it depends on the situation in the orphanage, right? Like if they've got the right facilities, if they've got everything they need there, then you would obviously put it in the bank and you would, you know, save it over time. And during birthdays and Christmases, you would spend it on the kids. But it would always obviously go to the kids you know yeah. I would but, never buy them smartphones never smartphones <laughs> <laughs> I would teach them how to be smart <laughs> <laughs> but to me it's more about the kids enjoying the day having fun and getting to meet the NC Dinos yeah exactly more, more than the money you know right and they're gonna love that too yeah because you're right actually Scott because the kids don't especially the younger kids they don't, they don't, they don't really understand money value, of course, money, of course. blah, blah, blah. Of course. But, but it, it, for, for them to go out on the field, man, and, and, and meet the players and then get out on the field for the national anthem in front, in, in front of thousands of people, that's what it's all about. Yeah, that's, that's going to be life-changing for them. Yeah, man. Wicked. Right. Yeah. So I think uh, we have something else to cover. And what would that be? I'm just asking. Oh, or is I it guess, time to wrap it up? Well, we've got a little bit more to talk about, I'd say. Like, you know, like, if you think about it, man, like, um, what do you think? Like, what do you think about... What, why are you raising your eyebrow? I'm like, just wondering. What do you what think you about your mom smoking? <laughs> 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 your mom smoking. <laughs> <laughs> my my, my what, mother is What do you not, think about uh, your uh, sister screaming <laughs> in the night? <laughs> 
We've got, oh, man. We've got nouns. Oh, we've my got God. nouns and we've got adjectives and we're mixing them all up. <laughs> my mom is smoking ah. means she is actually smoking. That that would be a verb. <laughs> my mom is smoking would be a, an adjective. She could be an adjective. So yeah. I'm choosing, She's an ex-smoker though, right? Uh, I'm, I'm choosing the uh, the adjective on that. Uh, she's definitely... No, shit, no, I'm in the noun. It's, oh, I'm sorry, Mom. Alice, I love you. All right. Okay, I, I would like to say, though... So, I would so like, do I. I love you, too. I would like to say, uh, next week, we are going to have our first guest on the Chang Wana. Oh, oh, fuck, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. we're going to have a first guest. Oh, That's what know. I was trying. I was fishing for it. Oh, I'm And you sorry. fuckers weren't even picking it up. I was looking at your raised Jesus eyebrow. Christ. It was putting me off, mate. Oh, my God. It was putting well, me off. I've got a semi. I've got a semi. You think I was trying we're to We're going to have up? our first yeah. guest. We're going to have a first guest. Every week after that. Oh, yeah, because you know what? I bet you fuckers out there are bored of hearing us talk. Uh, So we're going to actually mix it up and try to bring somebody on. It's going to change it up a bit. And guess who's coming on first? I believe we've got someone now. Someone. It, it could be a mystery guest. Yes. Let's put it this way. It's it's uh, somebody from the staff of... Biscacci is going to come on. There's not so no, much in the No, no, we got, Maybe. we got, we're going to pull those guys on. One, no, of, one fuck of them, that, Scott. One you, of them. You back it up. One back of them. Up, we're going to have one of them on. Yeah, back <laughs> it up. They're Matter James. Me, yeah, I did. Both of them can speak English, and they're both super awesome dudes. Yeah, right. We're going to bring them on, and we're going to get them to talk about uh, the the the, the event, the fundraiser, yeah. what this kind of thing means to them. What they want to do in Changwon and how can we make Changwon even bigger for Korea? And just to, just let's talk about them too, because that's interesting too, you know. And another thing too, if you want to be an interesting guest on the Changwoner podcast, I'd say give us an email, shout it out, say I'm interesting, tell us why you are interesting, and send it in. Send you don't it even in. have to be interesting, just. Get in contact with if you them. want to be a dickhead, come to, on. To be honest, Scott, it would help if you were yeah. a little bit interesting. Because right. if you're fucking boring, <laughs> then maybe people just won't listen, right? But anyway, yeah, I, I'd, I'd imagine that. I imagine. I would hope. I would hope and pray. In fact, I'm going to put my life on it because I love these guys so much that they would never kill me. That one of these fellas is going to come. No, on we're going to have. We have one of them on. It's, it's definitely right. a scheduled event. Yeah, it's going to come. After that, we have multiple, uh, multiple, multiple, say, orgasms. multiple orgasms. Oh yeah! <laughs> but the, in the coming weeks after that, we have we're going to have a guest after that every single week from this podcast until the day it dies. And guess what? They don't even have to be from Changwon. They might be in Thailand. They might they be might, in America. They, they might, might want to call on Skype from England. No, they might want to call from anywhere. Yeah. yeah. But we're going to have... It could be somebody's mom from... England. That's smoking. It's smoking. <laughs> we can or, actually have a guest or on. Or a sister to Paranormal. Screaming. Or you can have them both on here. How's about that, Scott? Holy like that. Wouldn't you fucking both, hell. Wouldn't so you like that, Scott? Wouldn't Jesus. You? <laughs> I've had them both before, so... <gasps> Together? Did you? Really? That might be interesting to talk about. <laughs> All right, I think it's... Hey, guys, on that note, it's time to call it But, anyway... Paul's over here giving please, a robot blowjob. Whatever you do, if you're listening and you lasted this long, please share... Share a link to this podcast. Get on iTunes. Leave your comments. Leave we love your, your comments. reviews. Rate we love us. Them. Just whatever. It's fantastic. However you feel, just 
let us know. Because we like to share. And if you want to get in contact with us, any questions, anything, please just contact us at at the podcast at yep. changwaner.com. Yep. That's the podcast at changwaner.com. Not the podcast, but podcast just, at changwaner.com. We've got D in the background. He's just wrestled with his headphones and he's stormed off to do something. He's God fucking it. everything so up right now. P O D C A S T at Changwaner. That's C H A N G E R dot com. Did you seriously just spell podcast to well, the listeners? <laughs> fucking hell, Scott. I think my pronunciation was better tonight. <laughs> I figured I'd spell it out just in case. This is, this is a shout out to the guy that critiqued us last week. Oh, we love you. Oh, I actually, on my phone today, the word of the day is criticaster. Mm, criticaster. Criticaster means an incompetent critic. Mm. And on that note, I think all of us at Changwon Ner have to say good night, good luck, good and night. a last criticaster. Criticaster. Cheers. Cheers. Please Come spread back. the word. And we love you. We love you. Have a good night. Sleep tight, fuckers. Thanks for tuning in to the Changwana Podcast. Stay tuned for our next episode.